0: And we are live with a different view. I hope the green screens looking okay. We got our uh, coach Breslin who will be on in a little bit. Um gave me a background. Uh it's not all together yet guys. You know it's not all together. Um but I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with a couple things tonight just, just to see how it looks. But the Easter bunny the, the he delivered. Uh she delivered the Easter bunny. But um, how's everybody tonight? Mr. Uh, Kirkpatrick, how are you, my friend? I'm going to go to you first.
1: I'm doing well. I'm uh, ready to roll tonight. Let's do it. You All know? right.
0: And Mr. Siciliano with the Alabama hat. Again, wishing for Mr. Devontae Smith to come to your Giants. Um, what's going on, my friend?
2: Um, Everything's good. I have a feeling we're going to get Mr. Waddle though, the way he looks.
0: Okay. Uh, a couple yep. of comments. Which is fine. Hey, that's one of your guys.
2: Which is fine with me.
0: Uh, A couple comments. Coach Breslin, good evening. Looking forward to another great show. And our good friend Henry Ziminoff from YouTube. Looked like the Pac-12 had one of the greatest NCAA Division I outings ever. Had an all-Pac-12 national title game for the women's side and the men's side. Owned it over other conferences. Absolutely. And I want to give – I want to give – Henry, yep. a shout-out because he is a big Pac-12 guy, and we got to give our guy Marty a shout-out because he outright called Arizona over UConn. Yes, he did. Outright, outright.
1: I'm going off video for one second. I got to fix something. Don't get nervous.
0: I won't get nervous i'm here okay won't get nervous um uh, so okay fixing the. Set. no
1: arizona excellent call like i i texted marty right after that and i said oh my gosh great call with arizona um so i listen, was right there i was right there all over that like he, he called it, I jumped on board sis and i jumped on board Unfortunately, I didn't I got greedy. I went parlay route, but did not hit it. But outright upset. Awesome call.
0: Yeah. Awesome call. Um, What do you want to, What what's on the agenda tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick? Can you give us a little uh, hint of what's going on tonight?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to obviously going to get into some basketball. We had the, the final four, the national championship last weekend and Monday. A uh, lot to talk about there. Uh, we just talked about the women's basketball, the upset. Of course, we got Gonzaga. We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, we got some new head coaches in college basketball. So some college basketball news along with with the Final Four. Uh, some some football news locally. New York, locally in New Jersey, the Jets traded Sam Darnold. So we got some football news. Uh, we're going to bring in Coach Breslin, our defensive uh, specialist, in the. Head coach guru, uh, not uh, defensive head defensive uh, coach guru. Uh, gonna bring him in to talk about a little defensive debate that I got going.
0: Okay.
1: Ask around, and then in the second hour, we're gonna do uh, some baseball, and of course, uh, Bronco Mania, Stump Kurt, and last but not least, the most famous segment of all, Rapid Fire with Sis.
0: Let's go. And he just said he's got a lot tonight, so. Where do you want to start, Kirkpatrick? Where do you want to start?
1: Let's start with the, I guess, the biggest uh, story of the, the week. The, let's let's get into the college basketball, guys. Okay. Let's get into the national championship first, Gonzaga and uh, Baylor. Final four, Gonzaga, UCLA, Baylor, Houston. Okay. Let's get into that and then the national championship. Start with you, sis. What was your thoughts with the final four? and then the national championship.
2: I think um, UCLA took a lot out of Gonzaga, number one. As far as the championship game went, me and Kurt were were talking about it. They got dominated off the offensive boards, and Baylor's defense was outstanding. That was basically the whole game. From my point of view, watching it, Excuse me, as a fan, tremendous team. The better team won.
0: Sis, you know what Coach Breslin just said: defense wins championships. They were lights yep. out on defense. Coach Breslin also yep. agrees with you. The UCLA, yep. the UCLA game took much out, took too much out of them. Agree, sis. We yep. think Baylor is just better. So, Kurt,
1: final four: Houston and Baylor, and then. Uh, UCLA, Gonzaga, and then national championship. Um,
0: let's get into – we'll get into the the um, the final four first. I mean, you know, listen, Houston just – they came to play. You know, um, Baylor just came to play. I mean, they were up what at half, 45-20. They were up 25 at half. Again, just set the tone from the outset. Um, the Gonzaga game, the Gonzaga-UCLA game, guys, that might have been one of the best games I've ever watched in my life. It was just – unbelievable, big shot after big shot. I mean, and it wasn't like teams were struggling. It would be like, okay, UCLA's down six, the game's over. Here they come. Hit a three, hit a jumper, you're down one. You know, Gonzaga would come back. And just a phenomenal game. Jalen Suggs hits that shot. But like you guys are saying, sis, hey Coach Breslin said it. I mean, that was a war. That just took a lot out of them. And um, going into the national championship game, um, listen, you know, I've changed my mind. I told you a couple years ago in this, but defense wins championships, man. I mean, from that first, you know, since just now they're with the offensive rebounding. But you watched that first possession. Actually, it was like the first three possessions. Gonzaga just they couldn't get by the guys. It was like it was the defense was just insane. And you know, now you're hitting threes with Baylor. Listen, sis. I mean, we'll get into it later, but Baylor. Not was, only, I
2: mean, not only that, Baylor was getting, you know, they were getting two and three shots at the basket, just you know, clearing the glass, man. It was a joke.
0: Yeah, I, I,
2: I was stunned, to be honest with
0: you. Uh, me too. You know, I was hands down. We always knew they were the two best teams, right? We said right. they were the two best teams, but right. I mean, right. that much, you know, a lot of people. We'll get into this later, but a lot of people are saying Gonzaga choked. I don't think Gonzaga choked. No. Baylor's just Baylor just was better. I agree. And I think I Baylor is better. Kenny, yeah. real quick Gonzaga. before you before you get back, Henry saying Gonzaga literally took Baylor way too lightly. The free throw curse Colorado had was transferred. Indianapolis is now the place for heartbreak losses, if that's how it's gonna be. It's true. You know, that place in Indianapolis is just you know. It's. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I. I don't. I don't know if we're ever gonna see an undefeated team in college basketball, and this is why, Kenny. Tell me if you agree or disagree with me. Go
1: ahead, and then I'm gonna get on you, my friend. Okay, get
0: on me, but I'm gonna tell you why. Hold them
1: off. I'm going last, but this is go ahead. Okay, okay,
0: but here's what. And I said this to Jen today when we were driving today. I said we're never gonna see it because the only way you're gonna see an, an undefeated team is if a Gonzaga. Um, a Houston, a Wichita State—you know—something in one of those conferences. Because you're not going to go from the ACC, Big East, Big Ten, Pac-12. You're not going to go undefeated. It's just—it's going to be too hard, you know. So I just—I don't think we're going to see it. I really don't. But now you could come at me whatever you want.
1: Well, let me get off first by saying, let me let me start off by saying, Final Four, Baylor dominated houston dominated the whole tournament uh baylor played a top 10 team in houston and then a top team number one team in gonzaga gonzaga we could say faced usc who was hot and i was on usc but were they a top 10 team no no was ucla a top 10 team top 25 team barely and they surprised a lot of people in the tournament so gonzaga had the easier road to the final four, including going way back. I've been saying they haven't played anybody in three months. Three months they haven't played anybody. And I told you how hard it is, how hard it is to be undefeated. I think we all should have learned our lesson when the Giants, Sis, and my Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. How hard it is to be undefeated in a sport.
0: Okay, I agree.
1: Okay. But we, including myself, including myself, I fell on the Gonzaga train. I jumped on it and I fell off it.
0: Okay, but let me let me come at you now. Here's what but see, here's where I disagree. And I saw somebody on Twitter two days ago put Gonzaga choked. They didn't choke. See there's only a certain amount of teams that could beat Gonzaga and they beat him because of defense, because of defense. And you know what? Hey, uh, ticket time. Carson's chiming in saying, look at that lovely green screen. Hey fellas. So he let's is. go baby. Oh, What's going on. Our guy Carson, we'll get his opinion tomorrow, but sis, you know, we've said it. I, I mean, we we've said it now for how many sports, you know, well, you know, All we kept hearing is it's going to be fireworks and this and that, blah, 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 blah. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because, you know, UCLA went toe-to-toe with Gonzaga. But I was actually talking to Coach Breslin, I think, on Monday about this. Or Sunday, whatever, Monday. But they had to play a perfect game. A perfect game. Perfect. Hitting shots. And they still couldn't beat Gonzaga. With a perfect game, scoring 90 points or 80, whatever, still couldn't beat them. What beat them? What beat them? A damn defensive Gonzaga? team. A defensive team. Sis, a a you sick know what defensive these... team. That,
1: that, but I think Sis is going to agree with me. Sis, sis, you know what else beat them? Their cockiness. I said it for weeks. That's why I didn't like this Gonzaga team. They were very, too overconfident. Too overconfident. I, I don't know. Come on, Kurt. They're down ten, and Suggs is pointing to the crowd like they're up twenty. Come on, that's yeah. that's that fires up the team. I'm sorry, that fires up a team if you're the opposing team. Like, what's this guy doing? Let's put him away, guys. You know, what? Baylor went in and meant business, and they took care of it. And I give Baylor all the respect in the world. But Kenny, and I'm a Gonzaga fan, but Mark Few let that team do whatever they wanted because That
0: yeah, but, yeah, but was not a but,
1: Gonzaga team I saw in the past.
0: But, sis, will you agree with me on this? Baylor's the best. There's no debate. Baylor's the Going into the season, Gonzaga and Baylor, I would say Gonzaga was one, Baylor was two, the best way through the season. And you know what? When they played head-to-head, Gonzaga just – they listen. They beat them up. They physically beat them up. They shut them down. So they, they're the best team. It's not like see. I think if Gonzaga would have lost to UCLA, then you could say they choked. If they were to lo- but they didn't choke. They the best team in college basketball are the national champions. I again, I, I agree or disagree. I, I,
2: yeah, I, I no, I agree with that. But again, and I think I texted the next day when we were talking. Again, from being a coach and being a spectator, fan, whatever. Bottom line, it was a clinic. They put on a clinic.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'll just add one more thing, guys. I'll add one more thing. I disagree. I think Gonzaga did choke. My reason is that game was over in the first two minutes of the game. First two minutes, you knew the game was over. They never cut it less than nine points. That's a choke. That's a choke. As much as the Baylor, you got to give Baylor all the credit in the world for a clinic like Sis just said. But you got to play a little better than than losing. Yeah, by
0: you got to play better. But okay, so so you're disagreeing. When you're the
1: undefeated team, when you're an undefeated team, and you're you know,
0: oh, okay, but so a, you're disagreeing. So then you right now, because Coach Breslin's coming on soon. You got to disagree with what his statement just was. His statement now is, I don't think they choked either. I think Baylor would win at least. Eight out of ten times if they played. How is that choking? Baylor's the better choke. Choking
1: meaning you can't lose by 20. You can't lose by 20 points. That's a choke. You're you're telling me how great Gonzaga was all year. You can't go in and lose by 20 points, lose by four, lose by six. You can't lose by twenty. You lose by twenty, you're a top that 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 means there's that means there's at least. 10 other teams that can beat Gonzaga. No,
0: no, 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 no. See, I disagree. I disagree. Okay,
1: okay. I disagree. We'll do this as quick as possible. I'm not going to name 20 teams. Kansas beat Baylor. Kansas can't beat Gonzaga? No. But Baylor beat them by 20.
0: See, I look at it like matchups, okay? And I look at it where... Uh, the only way Gonzaga was going to win, you you can't outscore Gonzaga, right? You can't, you can't go and say, I'm going to play my game. De- these teams did it, and they got run off the court, right? The problem is, not that the problem is, is what we've said from day one in all sports. Defense wins championships. You know, you look at, listen, I, I'm looking at the Nick wall, okay? You had Scottie Pippen, Hall of Famer, right, sis? Michael Jordan, best player of yep. all time. Those Knicks went toe-to-toe, not because of talent. They didn't. They got got in their face, played defense, and basically took stuff away. Why were they so good? Defense. Look at this year. Everybody said, oh, my God, the Tampa How is anybody going to stop the Chiefs? How are they going to stop them? Chiefs did nothing, nothing. The Bucs got after them. Here they go defense shut him down again. Defense always wins. Baseball. Look at this lineup. 1 through 9 we're loaded. At the end of the game, they have 3 hits. Why? Pitching and defense beats beats the hitting. Every time you saw it on Monday night, you saw now. Don't get me wrong, Baylor hit a lot of threes, but their defense was just ridiculous. they were getting 24 uh, uh, they were getting shot clock violations they were getting turnovers they could not get by the and you're talking about guys that are going to be first round draft picks right they got two all Americans on that team Gonzaga yep. they couldn't get by yep. Baylor So it's defense
1: you talk about Gonzaga not choking but I think that I think certain players on Gonzaga choked
0: again. Choking
1: or you can be- call them soft one or the other. You can call them soft or choking because that's what it was. That's exactly what I you saw. Know what they
0: got? You know what they got? Honestly, they got, bullied. I saw a
1: team that was afraid of bail.
0: Okay. Sis, sis said the word last week in a conversation, me and him had, they got bullied, but you know what? Who does the bullying? The defense, the a defense could bully an offense. They could, but you
1: know what it was? You know what it was? It was the bullies getting bullied. Because I'm telling you why I did not like this Gonzaga team, because it's a Gonzaga team that I thought was hot dogs. Hot dogging a lot towards the end of the season. Week conference, they were just, like I said, Suggs getting off, you know, yeah, it's okay to show emotion, but pointing to the crowd, and 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 you could clearly see he was using the F-bomb, you know, let, let's f effing go. You know, clearly on camera, you could see he was saying that. Right, you know, come on. So if you could see that, you know, he's yelling it. You know, come on. It, it, it was just a little hot dogging on the team that I didn't like this I, year, and Baylor went in there and took care of business. Hey,
0: you're right. Listen, I said Gonzaga was going to win it. I was wrong. Hey, I what? jumped
1: on the train, but I hats got off. to hats off I jumped to on and I got thrown off quick.
0: That's hey, real quick. I, wanted, I want to hit these comments up because they're coming in. Henry saying, this was the first time I actually picked the right national champion. Finished 29th in the ticket time K&K bracket pool with an 80.4 uh, percentage. Best performance I ever made in the ESPN tournament challenge. Congratulations, Henry. Nice job, I was not Henry. that high.
1: Henry, I was about 140, so good job.
0: <laughs> hey, our guy Marty... Uh, Marty Jonas from Intercept Your Lunch is saying, look at that green screen. You know what, Marty? We gave you a little shout-out before because you were all over Arizona over UConn. And congrats. I hope you had them. I hope you went a little shopping for it. But uh, that was a great, great, great pick. Arizona over UConn in the semifinals of the uh, Women's Championship. Absolutely. Mark is saying hello, gentlemen. Mark is saying good evening. Hello, Mark. Mark. Uh Coach Breslin's also saying weight room for Baylor. Those guys were monsters, sis. They were monsters. monsters. I'll give them I'll agree um, with that. Uh and then Coach Again,
2: Breslin, they, you know,
1: again, they 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 dominated the boards.
3: He did. I <laughs> let, me give,
1: let me throw one quick hitter out there. I'll start with Sis. Biggest disappointment of the tournament. It could be a team, it could be a conference, it could be anything. Oh, definitely my boys, Illinois.
2: Hands down. I'll go
1: next. I'm going to say the Big Ten as a whole was my disappointment. The whole conference, Illinois, Ohio State losing in the first round, Iowa, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, you know, there's so many, all the teams, Purdue losing in the first round. Kurt, what was your biggest disappointment?
0: Uh, Mark is saying it's Michigan. Uh, Marty's saying, that's right, my parlay hit, and let's just say lunch was fantastic. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's Attaboy. good. Uh, Mark saying his disappointment was Michigan. Coach Breslin saying Big Ten. I-, I agree with Kenny. I'll say Big Ten with you and Coach Breslin, but I'm with sis. Illinois, I mean, they were probably one of the hottest teams in the country. Just you cannot get out coach like that in a second round versus Loyola. I'm sorry. And- I, I, got a,
2: I got a question for Kenny, though. No disrespect, okay? You made the statement about 10 minutes ago that the game was over the first two minutes of the game.
1: How how's that possible? How, yeah. how would you first how four would, minutes they were down the the game was never what I mean by that, sis, is yeah, you don't know in your head at the time that it's over in the first two minutes. Okay. What, what fifteen to four? And and they never the, the game was never under nine points. Never under nine points. So that's totally what I agree. I, okay. Over. Then I I miss I I
2: misunderstood when you no, said No no I
1: mean I I I could see how that could be misunderstood the way I came yeah. out. There. Okay, it's all it's good. Like they never yeah. cut it under nine points. I totally agree with you. They bullied never did the whole time around. The bullies got bullied.
0: I want, I want to make this official because Coach Breslin just said to me, I texted Kurt when it was nine nothing. What did I say? This is the official text I received from Coach Breslin. Let me get to it. Um. This was Monday night. Oh, no, well, let was...
1: me ask. Good, good, I was going to ask this question while you're looking for it.
0: Um, let me just. Yes, let
1: me ask you this question about Gonzaga, and then we'll we'll okay. get into. it. Oh,
0: but wait. His official text at nine twenty-seven. Game over. They are too big.
2: But wasn't wasn't coach on the Gonzaga train? If if I'm mistaken, I tell think he's me. on.
0: Yeah, he'll be on labor. He was on the Gonzaga train.
1: Oh, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Here's the quest, last question I got, fellas. Last last rapid fire question for you in the audience. Does this performance by Gonzaga? Two part question. First question is, does this It's this loss to Baylor. Close or equal to the Giants beating the Patriots undefeated season. And the second part of that totally different question is, will this hurt Gonzaga's recruiting in the future that they couldn't win the championship this year and haven't won a championship still in their history?
0: I'll jump right in. No, because they just got the number one recruit in the country to go to Gonzaga. They're signing. So, and they've never had, I don't believe they've ever had a fight. He's the highest ranked, highest rated prospect to ever go. He's actually higher than uh, Jalen Suggs. So they just, he's the number one recruit in the country. He's going to Gonzaga. So, um, I would say no to that. And I'm not going to put this on par with, um, the, uh, the Patriots and the Giants. Again, this game like it went down to a four point spread. I think four and a half points. I mean, these were the best two teams in college basketball. I mean, you know, we we were all saying Gonzaga, but remember they came out of the they came out of the virus, uh, whatever it is. Baylor and they lost that game, then they lost, but they're the two best teams. I mean. I'm not going to compare, you know, is it an upset? It's like an, it is an upset kind of, but see, here's the difference. And I agree with coach Breslin and, and, you know, I don't know. I think sis is going to agree with me, but if we just said right now, and I'm, I'm agreeing with Breslin, he said, if you played 10 times, Baylor and Gonzaga, Baylor would beat them eight out of 10 times. If you played that giant team against the Patriots, the Giants would beat the Patriots 1 out of 10. So, I agree. One, I agree. 1 yeah. 1. That so the better team won yep. in this. The yep. Giants weren't the better team in 2007 or whatever year that no. was. They were no, no way the better team. No. They were. Right, I'm going to bring
1: in Coach Breslin. We'll get his quick take on the basketball and then we'll move to football. Okay. Coach is going to be joining us. And there he is.
4: There he is.
1: You got that whiteboard up. Uh
4: no, no whiteboard right now. No whiteboard. You uh, want a whiteboard? I'm disappointed.
1: <laughs> I'm disappointed.
4: Um I didn't know we wanted a whiteboard. How we No,
1: no, no whiteboard tonight. We don't need the whiteboard.
4: Hey, I was on the Gonzaga train, sis. Absolutely. I wanted them I thought to so. Okay. I wanted them to go undefeated. I, I like perfection as well. But when you saw that game going on within the first couple of minutes and it was nine nothing, they just had more energy. Uh, they were just physically better. And, uh, you know, like we said before, UCLA took a lot out of them, you know, playing overtime, playing the second, the later game, uh, you know, yes, that's sir. hard.
2: Yep. I agree. Is the that a among- Sacred Heart
4: University shirt? Yes, it is, my friend. My daughter's in the doctorate program at the physical that's therapy. That's
2: awesome. I love it. God bless you. Yep. That's awesome. Congratulations.
4: Thank you very much. So all good. Yep. She actually just had yes. some interviews for a, uh, a grad assistant program. So we're just waiting on placement for her for her internship and stuff. So it's all good stuff. Awesome. It's
2: it's a good thing her mom is a smart woman.
4: <laughs> oh, without a doubt, man. Tell me about it, sis. No, I'm, I I'm teased, I say that I'm all the time. You. I'm very. You know I, I love you. I'm mom is you. smart. I know that. <laughs> guys. I got a
0: question for all of you guys on the panel. Kenny, I'll start with you first. This is from well, Henry. let me
1: ask coach question first though. And, okay. And, and two, two part question, two total different questions. I was asking, does this come any? Does this come close? This loss by Gonzaga come close to the Giants getting Giants beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I agree with Kurt. No. Second part of that question was does is this gonna hurt Gonzaga's recruiting in the future? I think it may if Gonzaga doesn't. You just said they got the number one recruit. So now they they got Suggs and number one recruit. They better win in the next year or two. They better win. There's, they're getting all these top recruits. They better win. But, again, that comes into the – you play in your conference. I know they got no choice. They got to play in that conference. And it, you play in the competition, and it lingers into the tournament, and it's going to do Tuggs, Kenny, Stuggs is going. He yeah, Stuggs
0: is going.
1: He's gone, yeah. bro. He's gone. Well, you still getting the top recruits, but I want to see what Coach said about that. I, yeah, I, I would say
4: better. I would agree with you guys and say no on that. The Patriots, uh, I don't think it it warranted. You know the same type of magnitude, definitely not. Uh, and you know what, Gonzaga, they have a great school, they have great weather, they have a great program. Uh, you know, right now I think they're listed as either one or two in the you know, next year as far as the, you know, the AP top 25 right now. Uh, Again, with COVID this year, I think that hurt Gonzaga a little bit as far as playing any out-of-conference teams, which, yes, it helped them go undefeated up to a certain point, but it makes it a little bit more difficult when you're trying to play some really good teams to get ready for the tournament. Uh, So I think moving forward, things that Gonzaga should potentially do is – really try to upgrade their out-of-conference schedule to really get them prepared and, you know, better prepared for the tournament moving forward. Uh, and I would agree, Kurt said something before about not going undefeated. That's hard. Yeah. Uh, that's really hard to do because of the parity in college basketball, all the upsets that are happening. There's guys that could play in some of these other schools that we don't see on TV that are really, really good.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: They're going, to make it, they're going to make it even harder in all these sports. It's hard in basketball enough, in college basketball. But NFL now, 17 games, I don't think we're going to see it in the NFL. And uh, I just don't think you're going to see it in sports. Like basket. college basketball is going to be your best chance at
4: it. And uh, you see how hard it is. Yeah, 17 games in the NFL is a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, I think something that they may have to consider is increasing the number of players on the team because there's going to be a lot of extra potential injuries Mm -hmm. when you're talking about 17 games plus three preseason games. Those preseason games, they are going to be, I think, completely watered down.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, uh, last thing with college basketball, guys. I'll start with Sis. I'll go Sis, Coach Breslin, Kenny. Henry's asking, who was the real surprise team of the 2021 men's basketball tournament?
2: The overall tournament,
0: yeah. Who was the one? Who was the real surprise? What team just really surprised you? Rutgers. Coach Breslin.
4: Uh, I'm going to go UCLA only because they were one of the four out and ended up in the final four, uh, and you know you don't you you know you don't see that too often. So I think they were a big surprise. And you talk about some of the injuries they had. Uh, they actually had a recruit that left them to go to the G League. Uh, So they dealt with a lot of different adversity and ended up going to the Final Four. So I would say UCLA.
0: I agree with you. And uh, again, like they were, you know, you're one or two shots away from, you know, getting into a national championship. And, you know, like you said, they had one recruit that left. They're, one of their best players, the kid, Smith, uh, was injured. He, he may be back next year. And a lot of guys stepped up. I mean, you know, you had two or three guys that legitimately stepped up big time in these games to get to the Final Four. They beat Alabama, you know, was right there with Gonzaga. I agree with you. What about you, Kenny?
1: I would agree with UCLA as well, but I'll throw another team out there, uh, Loyola. Loyola beat in Illinois, their big brother in state rival. Illinois was picked by many to win the whole thing, and they went in as as an eight seed and beat them in the second round. So I would say
4: Loyola, Illinois, Chicago. Okay. And their coach, their yeah, coach got a nice deal, right? Going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yes, nice he deal. did. Oklahoma, well-deserved. Yes, Absolutely. he did.
0: So, Coach, before Kenny gets started with you, let me ask you, how's the green screen look tonight?
4: I think it looks awesome. You keep switching it up a little bit too. So it really looks good. Yeah, I, like it I switched
0: it up. I was a little, 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 um, you know, listen, green screen one, Kurt zero last night. But I think I got it even tonight. It you got me last it night. Tonight. It got nice. me last night.
4: And I sent you another picture too, if you wanted, which is just a bigger one.
0: Um, yeah. You know what? I tried that and I think it was the way I had something on the screen. So I will, uh, listen, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to play with this thing in the next couple of days. I'll tell you that, but,
4: uh, but it looks great. It looks it really good. does. It
0: looks good. All right, Mr. Kirkpatrick, what do you want to go with Mr. Coach, but do you want to do the, would you oh, real rather? quick? Let's real quick before we start.
4: I got a
1: defensive debate. I want to bring up to everybody since we got coach Breslin and sis and per more of an offensive guy. So we'll have a little debate. But before that, let's talk about Sam Darnold for a couple minutes. Let's get that trade out of the way.
0: Okay. Uh, Sam
1: Darnold was traded to the Panthers for some picks. The Jets obviously going to go with, uh, it looks like, Zach Wilson, unless they throw a shocker out there and take a different quarterback. But they're going to take a quarterback. Uh, They're probably not going to trade down. I just want everybody's thoughts on the trade. I'll go to Coach first, Coach Breslin. Uh, Who do you think – Won that trade, or was it better? Was it good for both teams? Was it lopsided? What, what were your overall thoughts on that trade?
4: Uh, I don't think it was lopsided. I think it was good for Carolina, right? They needed a guy uh, to come in and compete uh, for a quarterback position. They weren't happy with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and the Jets—they knew they were going to go with Zach Wilson. So yep. you can't really pay two number one guys. So you know what? They were able to get more draft picks, and the Jets have a ton of draft picks and i think they have a new coach so it's like why not bring in a new a new you know a new quarterback to fit into the system that they want i'm sure they're going to run some kind of west coast offense something that this kid is going to be pretty good at already uh, i me personally i think he could potentially be the best quarterback in the draft at this point in time uh, you know obviously you have to have some talent around you as well to make those things happen but i think it's a win win for both teams uh, because Carolina needed a quarterback, and what were they, uh, what were they in the draft? They were too high, I think, to grab somebody because most of the quarterbacks probably go within the first six or seven picks. Yep. Fish,
1: you want to add?
2: Well, I agree with Coach. I mean, I've never seen this kid play, but from all I heard and all I read, he's definitely their man. So obviously, they know more than we do, and, and I think the Panthers did well getting uh, Sammy Boy. I really thought he was going to go to team, to be honest with you. I thought he was going to go to them, but uh, today was. I think I think the change of atmosphere is going to help. This kid's a good quarterback. I I really believe that. I think he's going to blossom there. I really do. And like coach said, you know, obviously they're not happy with Bridgewater, so here we go.
1: But do you want to talk about Kurt, you want to put anything to that? Yeah,
0: I mean, same thing. You know, I, we always talk about it where. Um, You know, I heard somebody, again, saying, oh, well, you know, the Jets have a quarterback and, you know, they should uh, keep the pick or trade the pick and keep Darnold. But quarterback is so important. You know, it was like the whole thing with the Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray. Like, if you have Zach Wilson higher than Sam Darnold, take Zach Wilson. I just believe that for everything. Why? Because I have have a quarterback that I rate, you know, I – rate him as a an 87 but on the board there's a 93 the next year well why wouldn't you take that 93 he if he's the better quarterback and you have him rated better do it like yeah you still got a two I would think I think they got a sixth round pick this year and then a second round pick and a fourth round pick I mean it's still not bad but if Zach Wilson comes out and like coach Breslin saying he's the best quarterback in this draft not, no one's going to remember Jets and Sam Darnold. They're going to say, that was a smart move. The Jets got Zach Wilson, and away they finally got their quarterback. But I also agree yep. with Sis. I think Darnold, Darnold, you know, he didn't have a lot with the Jets. I think Carolina, he's got, you know, Christian McCaffrey. He's got some receivers. I think he's going to be good. I think, it, I think it works out for everybody to trade.
4: Yeah, you, all
1: it, you all hit it right on the butt. And then, Kurt, you just hit it at the end. He's got receivers now. He's got Robbie Anderson back. Rob yes. Anderson's over there in Carolina. He's got DJ Moore, and he doesn't have to be the main focus on the offense now. He's got Christian McCaffrey there as the main focus. Yep. As long as Plus, you
4: got to remember uh, about money too, right? So yep. you're going to pay two of those guys a big yep. amount of money? Right. Yep. A bold
1: exactly. prediction I'm going to make for the draft is if Kyle Pitts is there for Carolina, Kyle Pitts goes to Carolina and gives them another offensive weapon. Remember last year, Coach, they all took – they took defense every round, so this year could be a lot of offense in in the draft for them Carol, in Carolina. So you may see some more offensive weapons going to Carolina for Darnold, which he did not have his whole time with the Jets. So- now I heard this today. Yeah. I
0: heard this today, and it said, "Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked." And they just said, "Like oh, here we go again, poor Sam Darnold." They said, "If somebody like Trey Lance is high on Carolina's board." Do not rule out that, not that they're going to trade up, but if they drop, I think they're picking eighth. If he drops to eighth and they love Trey Lance, Carolina could still go quarterback and let Darnold plays this year. And then next year they like battle it out. So I don't know that that would be, I don't know if I would do that.
1: Darnold's got to to produce now, just like so many other quarterbacks now got to produce. Like we can go up and down the line and talk about it for two hours on which quarterbacks got to produce. Arnold's on top of that list yeah. He's got produce, you know
4: but if you're a GM do you want to now take another quarterback and have three potential guys that you're going to pay somebody's going to have to go number one right Why, then why'd you make that trade well <laughs> yeah exactly
2: right. I agree with coach president right there they're, right. they're not going to take a quarterback I don't care who whatever that's no, not happening Everything
4: is very cyclical, right? So the quarterbacks are going to be the run first. I think once somebody takes a wide receiver, then it's going to be a run of wide receivers, the tight end uh, pits all of a sudden, because nobody wants to lose out on one of those guys. Uh, So that's going to happen next. And the only thing that's going to mix in there is the uh, offensive lineman from Oregon, but everybody else, I think it's going to be receivers and quarterbacks and that one lineman. I heard two
0: people say that, um, Pitts is the second best player in the draft after Trevor Lawrence.
1: Wow. Dude, well, I'm geared a He's high as number 4. Like that's a guy who can go number 4 or he can drop all the way down to New England depending on what teams want. That that's that's how that's how high he is. He can go as high as number 4 to Atlanta he's a hybrid he could be he's a wide receiver like a Darren Waller type
0: yeah we
4: all know how good Darren Waller's become.
0: and they're impossible to cover in this league
4: yep. yeah because they're covering they're being covered by safeties right
1: so yeah that's why I'm, you know put him on Carolina's offense you got McCaffrey you got Pitts and you got two receivers yeah that's dangerous yeah that's dangerous in the NFC South you know watch yeah. out it's an up-and-coming team watch out for them all right, so I got a little topic debate. This is why we brought Coach on tonight. Thought of this during the week. Uh, I've thought of it because of uh, SIS and my Giants, uh, Coach Breslin. Uh, all the moves we've been making from last year to this year, we have a strong secondary. And we have, we have I'll just throw the names out there, Jabril Preppers, Logan Ryan, Xavier McKinney, Uh, James Bradbury. We just got a Dory Jackson free agency. Uh, That's five guys right there in the secondary. Uh, And then I was thinking about your Washington football team coach with your solid pass rush, Chase Young, Montez Sweat uh, over there in Washington. Question I have is if you had to choose one, guys, one type of defense would you rather have? Would you rather have the top pass rush like the Washington football team, have those four guys, solid pass rush, or would you rather have five guys in the secondary that are going to be locked down, locked down on, on the receivers and tight coverage uh, throughout the whole, the whole game? What type of defense would you rather have if you had to choose one? And then we'll go back, and I'm going to name some quarterbacks, and we'll see if our uh, – We'll see if our picks change with, with the type of quarterback we're up against. I'll go with Coach Breslin first. Like, what, If you had to choose one type of defense, Coach, in the NFL today, what type of defense would you rather
4: have? Well, Coach Sis will attest to this. In 2001 through 2003, I think I blitzed about 75 to 80% of the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for me... If I have guys who can rush the passer, uh, I want that ahead of the secondary guys. Because if I have some average guys in the secondary, but I have four guys who can get after the quarterback or five guys that can get after the quarterback on a regular basis, it's going to make it really, really hard for them to be accurate and, and make pinpoint passes. Uh, so if I had a choice, give me a front four or five that can get to the passer in a heartbeat. Sis?
2: Totally agree with the guru, man. I mean, you know, he used to ask me, Sis, am I blitzing too much? Nope. Keep (laughs) sending them. Because if you're sending them, think about it. And like Coach, just said, you can't pinpoint passes, so it makes the secondary's job that much easier. Keep blitzing. (laughs)
0: All right. Yeah, I agree. And the nice thing too is then you could also get to the fact where you don't even have to blitz sometimes. I mean, if your front 4 is getting to them and you have a dominant front 4, and now it's like I mean, I remember Denver played um New England in 2015. And it was like Von Miller and Ware. And, like, now you have seven guys to, you know, now I could double, right, coach? I could double cover yep. Gronkowski. I could, you know, do a little zone. I can do whatever if now if those four guys. But just like you're saying, vice versa, if it's the other way and now, you know, you could have the best secondary in the world, I agree, but no pass rush. And that quarterback's just, okay, progression one, two, three. I don't care how good you are in the backfield. You're not covering those guys, you know. For all nope, you know, NFL than guys, than you're not covering them.
4: Not for more than four seconds—that's for sure. You know, so, so I yeah. would—I
0: would agree. I would go with the—I would take the pass rush too, Kenny. Yeah. I, I agree
1: with—I'll uh, clean sweep it because I—I I lived through it, the Lawrence Taylor days with Carl Banks, Leonard Marshall. All you needed were those three guys rushing the quarterback, and we all know how good that team, those defenses were with with Belichick and Parcells. But uh. So my question Well, would Kenny, be real we quick, all... I want
0: to cut you off, Kenny. Our good friend, Philly, Phillip Benanti. It's a receiver's league. Secondary will always be called for pass interference. Rush the quarterback so he can't throw.
1: Yep. Well, that's going to segue right into my next question because we all agreed that we'd rather have the pass rush. Can a strong secondary without, with, with an average, average, I'll say, not below average, with an average pass rush, succeed in the in today's nfl coach
4: uh i would say yes especially because in certain with certain teams you may you have guys now again you want a game plan right the most difficult guy to game plan against is a quarterback who can run uh that becomes very difficult but if they're more of a runner and not a thrower and a passer uh, then I would say, absolutely. You know, from a front four perspective, there's some things you want to do to not allow them to create running lanes, but you also need some inside linebackers who can flat out run to be able to help in case he does leak. But I think you definitely can uh, do that. But again, if you have a front four, which is average, you may need to bring five or six or zone blitz or do some different things every once in a while to put some pressure on them. So again, any quarterback that feels comfortable in the pocket all the time is going to be very effective. They're, they're, they're NFL players. They're good. Right. So you want to make them feel uncomfortable. Sis.
2: I agree with coach again. I mean, you know, it's, it's such a hard thing to, you know, vary one from the other. So it again, like he brought up before in 2001 We had Blake, we had this one, we, we we had great players. So that makes it like so much easier to do the stuff that coach did. Cause we had, you know, we had the horses. It's like everything else. You could be the, you could be the greatest coach in the world. Man, when I was at Midland park, we had no talent. (laughs) You know, they were great kids, but you're at Midland park playing say County tech you got no business playing them. You shouldn't even be on the field with them. So if that answers your question, I hope it does.
4: Yeah, well, and you have to game plan, right? Like Coach said, you know, if you have guys Mm -hmm. who really can't cover man-to-man, then, you know, you're going to have to do some different things. You could potentially play two-man to get some help over the top. uh, Yep. But, you know, but then you have to make sure that your front four gets some type of pressure. But if you're – if you you know, Tom Brady, it's a different story. If you have a guy who's a runner – Then you want to make sure that you can, you know, try to keep them in the pocket a little bit. Uh you want to make sure that they're not rushing up the field to create running lanes to allow them to leak. So what a lot of guys will do now is almost like bull rush, uh, you want inside pressure, but you don't want your DNs, the guys from the outside, rushing all the way up the field and leaving the big gap open for those guys to leak through. So you know, depending on the quarterback too will you you're going to have to game plan accordingly a guy like a pocket passer like a matt ryan or a tom brady you can you know if you know they're passing your edge rushers can just tee off and go tee off. When, yep. when you're playing lamar yep. jackson you can't tee off no. and go, no. uh, because sees yeah, that yep. they're taking off yep. and going into b gap exactly. and your inside linebackers better be able to catch them Kenny, real
0: quick, we got a comment from our great friend uh, from Colorado, Matt Staffiero, and I hope Matt stays on with us because, Kenny, you got a, an awesome briggs Bronco mania that you're going to talk about a little bit, which in I about hope
1: five minutes in about up.
0: five minutes. So if he wants to hang out, I'd love to get his comment on that. But he's saying, I'm going to go to Coach Breslin on this one. LOL, speaking of coaches' quarterback description, can we officially label Drew Locke a subpar quarterback? Coach Breslin, is he a subpar quarterback?
4: I think he's an average quarterback. I think he, uh, I think he has a a problem. I think their system; they have to try to make their system match what he's trying to do. Uh, I think they're, you know, I think he has some talent from the receiver perspective. Uh, I think he's average. I don't think he is a top-notch quarterback. I think it's something where Denver is going to have to look eventually down the road to try to find someone. Uh, But I don't think he is an upper tier quarterback. No, definitely not.
0: Mr. Coach Breslin, that someone is Mr. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Let him keep hosting Jeopardy. Let them keep disrespecting him. I hope they draft, you know, all defense. Don't get him any help on the offense. Keep disrespecting him. Next year, he says, I want out. Ship them right to Denver, Colorado. Let's get the number twelve jerseys rolling. That's what well, I want. But
4: again, you got to remember, any quarterback, no matter who you are, needs time. Of course. And it always starts up front. If you don't have an offensive line, I don't really care who you are as a quarterback. Exactly. Uh, but your system then, like, listen, Tom Brady, they, you know, they get the ball out in, in real, real quick, right? It's fast. So. Then, if your line isn't very good, then you have better have a system to make sure that you're going to get that ball out fast. Listen, I coached some offense years ago, right? When I was at Beckton and my freshman coach and stuff like that. When we had a Swiss cheese line, the best play that we had was a screen pass. Mm-hmm. So, implementing those things in your system and making sure getting the ball out fast. You know, getting to your you know your speed guys. You know, they have some running backs. Get the ball out in space. Get those guys out in space, running some uh, you know key screens to your some of your fast receivers. That's going to help quarterbacks. Yep.
0: Uh, yep. Uh, Matt Matt Stafford again saying he couldn't stay in the pocket if he was chained down. He <laughs> Houdini, it just to roll to the right and look for the long ball. He, I mean, see, but that's like, see, coach, that's what you're saying. Like, I agree. And we talked yesterday about Pat Shermer. I'm not a fan of Pat Shermer and the kind of offense like he needs to be in the little you know the bootlegs and stuff like that but you know that's on drew lock too like you're not in missouri anymore you don't just come out and gunsling and throw the ball all over the field you know take the hey. there's nothing wrong with throwing a four-yard pass a six-yard pass you don't have to throw the the deep shot every play i mean that's on him too
4: you know like absolutely and one of the things that i would do against somebody like that too who likes to You know, maneuver, well, I'm going to rush to his right hand because if I'm putting pressure on his right hand, which way is he going? He's going to his left. And quarterbacks who have to run to their left and try to throw with their right hand is very hard. So guys like that, I'm going to try to put pressure on his right hand and force him to go left instead of right because that's his dominant hand to run and throw the ball. So most of my pressures are going to come – from yep. that side.
0: Yep. Okay, yep. Kenny, a couple more comments. Uh, uh, Lynn Marie is saying, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, That's
4: Lynn.
2: a friend of mine. Hello, Lynn.
0: Thank you, Lynn, for joining. And Bobby, Bobby Blackjack's got to get in this funny comment, Kenny. I don't want to respond to it. Did I miss the talk about your Knicks losing again to just one of the big three Brooklyn Nets? Well, it's really a big two. Is it a big three? Because Harding's hurt again. Durant's coming back today. He'll be out by, you know, he'll be out probably by May 1st. By the end of the week. Durant, you know, know. Kyrie, that's all. I don't want to talk any Nets until, they lose. Football until football they lose. You know, right, football right. Football. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that another thing. And then yeah, Matt, Matt Staffier is coming back saying, Teddy Bridgewater trade with. Um, Trey Lance taking a redshirt year doesn't sound bad to me. I think I would prefer Fields, but rumors are Peyton has his eyes on Trey Lance. So. Matt, I
1: would be worried about the Ohio State quarterbacks. I know people say, oh, you know, it's worked before, but I've never seen Ohio State quarterback pan out. So,
4: well, and remember, about. in Denver's
1: track record, I would not
4: take an Ohio State quarterback. The other thing to re- remember about that, right, is unless you're getting rid of Drew Locke, right, those two guys are completely different players. So, if you're going to draft, Fields, then you are now changing your offense again probably to match that kid's talent.
0: You better become
4: yeah. the Baltimore
0: Ravens light is basically what you better become.
4: And yeah. He's, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good. But now that offense is not going to be very helpful probably to drew lock. Right. So, right. You know, you, you can't make drew lock the backup to that offense because then you're changing his, th- that offense in order to go to his strengths. So uh, you know that's the kind of stuff that becomes very difficult in, in many situations.
2: The, the only thing I'm going to say about Fields, and Coach, you might agree with this, the only thing he scares me, like when I watch the Alabama and uh, Ohio State championship game, he goes to that first read. If it's not there, he's moving, man. Like, you yeah, know, he's the taking off. Fell- yeah, the NFL is a, is a different animal, man. You got to be able to look one, two, three, and then, you know, maybe you dump off. But that's just my opinion on him. I, again, he's a he's a great athlete. He's a great athlete. He really is.
4: Well, yeah, yeah I think he's a good
2: player.
1: At athlete. At that, that, you know, great athlete. Yes. We don't know if he's going to be a
4: great quarterback. Well, and again, just like, you know, some of these guys, you know, if they don't get the ball out fast, like Coach just said, and they're not throwing the ball, and they're running the ball. The NFL—they, that's a car accident every single yeah, time. Yeah,
2: waiting to happen. Right, yep, I agree. So, yep. uh, mm-hmm.
4: You know, you got to be really smart and get down, and uh, you know, so you can get back up and play another down. And that's always the difficulty with some of the running quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. Uh, you know, now Kenny talked before about seventeen games. Can these, you know, can these guys last? 17 games plus, 3. 3, plus
0: three or four playoff games,
4: right? Right, you know, Great. Murray was beaten up by the end of the season, so they're young guys. If you're getting hit, get down fast, yep, get out of bounds. But you know
0: what, Again,
4: so even, it, even oh, though, sorry,
2: even though I'm a Bama, no, it's all good, even though I'm a Bama fan, one thing I like about the kid Jones, he reads through his progressions, he knows how to read a defense, he doesn't panic. That's all I wanted to say about
0: that.
4: Yeah.
0: See, uh, Matt Stafford was making a great point saying my quarterback in this draft is Wilson, but that's pretty much set in stone. See, I want to ask Coach Sis, and I'll go to Coach Breslin. But, you know, you're on the high school level, you're in the college level, and you guys were talking, Sis, you just mentioned about Justin Fields, right? Mm-hmm. About, okay, one read, first read's not open, I'm going to go. Why? Right. Because. I mean, not for nothing in high school, don't you want Justin Fields running the ball? In the college level, you want Justin Fields running the ball. But like Coach Breslin said, that game ain't working in the NFL. Those guys, he, the D lineman might be as fast as him in an NFL. Yeah, so, well,
2: that, but yeah. how
0: hard is it like when that kid is just taught for the last, I don't know, probably 10 years in junior football, hey, he's not open, go, run, run, run. How do you just, Coach, how do you just switch that on the spot of, okay, I don't do this anymore?
2: That's where your coaching comes in,
0: but that's hard, man. That's 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 you know. like, well, I don't know. I just think that's hard for to tell that kid, you know.
2: So like, you you're you're, te- you're you're saying to me tonight, Justin Fields cannot be turned off after one progression look in the takeoff. Is that what you're telling me?
0: No, I'm saying what coach. I agree with what coach is saying. There's no way, and they're stubborn coaches because listen, Denver did it with Gary Kubiak when they got the bust of all busts, Paxton Lynch, and they said to him, you're going under center and we're going to run the West Coast offense from you. He, okay. never, took a, he never took a snap under center in his career. So right. how do you just put that guy in there? Like Coach is saying, Justin Fields, you got to have zone read. You got to have, you just can't put him in there and in Pat Shermer's, okay, you're going to go into your three wide receiver set and, you know, read one, read two, read three. He's not going to do, he can't do that now. Am I, am I wrong let me coach? ask. Let How's me ask you that? this:
2: being, being that you're a big offensive guy, and you know I respect that, what team, in your opinion, your opinion, does Fields fit into right now, the way he is, one reading gone, outside of the Baltimore Ravens? Because we know he's not going there. But
0: that right. I- Again, I mean, I, I think he could do it what the 49ers are asking him to do. I mean, he would be lethal on, like, the nakeds off of Shanahan's system. But I don't know. I, I think he could play, like, in that. Coach Breslin, what do you think? you think he could do something like that right now?
4: Well, I think he's, you know, let's look at teams like the Jaguars, right? You have Urban Meyer coming in, uh, Clingsbury from Arizona. Right. So, you know, where are the coaches that are coming from the college level that are now in the NFL looking to run zone, read RPOs, things of that nature. You know, Mm -hmm. that's where he has to land. If he's landing in a place that has an offensive coordinator that has a drop back system, I don't think that is going to be helpful to him.
0: Now Matt staffiero has got a good one. And I know we were talking about it before and he just mentioned, but that's not happening with them snagging Darnold. But Kenny, your boy, Matt Rule, there's a college coach. There's an RPO guy. There's a college offense in Carolina. Could Justin Fields go there? I mean, him Carolina and—
1: Carolina can take a quarterback. That, that That's a team—I don't know what they're going to do at, 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 at their pick, but, I again, I would take Kyle Pitts and, and load up your offense with Sam Darnold, who I think didn't get a fair shake in, in with the Jets. But I will. Yeah. But I will well, throw I, this out. I, I could see them. Who's taking... the
4: OC? Who's the OC at Carolina?
0: Joe Brady, the LSU Brady. guy. The oh, guy. you're right. Okay. The LSU guy. No, no, yeah. LSU yeah. guy.
4: Okay, so he's going to run some of the stuff that Burrow ran. So I can see Donald fitting into some of that. Right. Yep.
0: But let me. But let me. But see, this is the only reason why I'm saying Justin Fields for. Um, San Fran, because remember his dad, when he was the head coach at Washington and he was the offensive coordinator, who did they draft RG three. And again, coach Breslin, you were right. He got hurt, but you know what? It did work with that mobile quarterback in that system with the, you know, everything off the zone and the stretch and the bootlegs, RG three was lethal. So, and what,
1: what benefits, what, what offensive player benefits the most from that type of quarterback tight end with the read yeah and they got the best they got one of the best in kittle so i i said it last week fields was my pick everybody said mac jones i said fields is going to wash uh san Fran.
0: what do you think they're going to do think coach? It's mac jones.
1: Uh, I, I don't see
2: that happening that's me though excuse me what do you think
0: says number three what
4: do you think they're going to take mr jones from
0: alabama coach president what do you think
4: I I still think it's Jones, but, you know, I was reading an article uh, the other day that there is some uh, disparity between the two guys, the the coach and the GM, in regards to who they want. Yeah, I saw that, too. But it sounds like the head coach is the guy who's making the pick. So if that's the case. I I I look
1: at it this way, Coach. Where was San Fran picking? Originally 12, right? 12. Yeah. To move up to number three, out of all the quarterbacks that were there, who did they fear most wouldn't be there?
0: Well, and it said they loved. Drafts, can, can they it, had the,
1: they had Jones going to the Patriots. They had Trey Lance going to the to the Panthers. Justin Fields, in my mind, is the one that they think may have not been there because you don't know what a couple of these teams were going to do. They,
0: they did Al- say that they loved Falcons Al- at four. They love Zach Wilson, but they're not going to yeah, get Zach that, Wilson. That's, that's,
1: I look at it where the Falcons may take Justin Fields at four, so they had to jump ahead of the Falcons. That's just my opinion. We'll see when the they Falcons – They think? have him.
4: <laughs> you think, I, think, I, I think me personally, I think the Falcons are going to trade out of that pick. I think they're going to wait it out a little longer and see what they can get for number four and uh give matt ryan maybe in one more year and and go from there because you're still paying matt ryan a boatload of money right and now you're going to draft a quarterback underneath that you're going to have to pay a lot of money to and you're really not helping your team at all so if you can trade out you're going to get these guys to come down to for number four to get another quarterback and you can trade and get something for that to help your team and get two picks maybe in the first round uh me personally I'm I'm doing that unless I'm getting rid of Matt Ryan and sending him to Denver. <laughs> I I would
0: take him, coach. Uh Matt Staffiero was saying if the 49ers pass on Mac Jones, Denver would be foolish to pass. Jones is a better fit for the Broncos offense in my opinion. Justin Fields had another workout today. 49ers requested the workout all 32 teams could attend due to the COVID protocols. I did see that. 49ers Shanahan Lynch will be in att- were in attendance there, so
1: I I want to make one last comment, and then we'll do the Bronco defense, Kurt. Okay. Again, the 49ers moved up nine spots. Are you moving up nine spots to get – it's the same coaches, same coaching staff. Are you moving up nine spots to draft Mac Jones, who's more similar to Garoppolo – Or are you moving up nine spots to get a quarterback that's totally different than Garoppolo in like a Justin Fields? That's why I think Justin Fields is going to San Francisco.
0: I'll just say this. San Francisco realizes that their Super Bowl window is now, right? Like they got the defense. They got their weapons with Debo Samuel, you know, their running game. Their window's not going to – no window stays open forever. So I think they're moving up because their quarterback – they legitimately think that an, an upgrade in the next year or two could win them a Super Bowl, and it's better than Garoppolo. So that's why I think they're going to do it. You know, they're they're not looking at a kid that. Uh, that's why everyone's with the Trey Lance. Trey Lance. I don't think they're going to get a quarterback and sit him for three years. Like they got to play this kid by next year, uh, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, what I, I think. I would agree. They got. They went up from twelve to three. They gave up three number one picks to get them. They got to play them by next year.
1: My last thing. My last thing is we talk about the Ohio State quarterbacks. I'm not a fan of them. And I got to play devil's advocate because that's what makes makes shows great. I do not like Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL. AJ McCarron reminds me of Mac Jones. Mac Jones reminds me of AJ McCarron. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, sorry Eddie, just, just not even close. Not, even close. not even close. You say not close, sis, but what quarterback in Alabama's done well? Tua's is doing nothing. We, we don't know about Tua. Who is doing nothing? It's his second year, bro. And you know who's gonna go with Tua?
2: Mister Devonte Smith. Again, I
4: understand. He,
1: I, I know. We, I'm just looking at it realistically, sis. Again, I'm, not going, I'm not, not going out, out just
2: well. because i'm an alabama fan
1: i'm going on no, i'm, not, I'm right. just i'm not saying that i'm just saying that the quarterback situation in the nfl for alabama has not panned out well in the last 20 years 20 years
2: i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to check that out tomorrow i'm gonna have to prove you wrong
0: go get him sis i am <laughs> i will let's go
1: let's do it then let's get coach you gonna hang out for bronco defense talk
4: Sure, I'll hang out for that. Absolutely.
1: All right. So, Kurt, Briggsy Broncomania. My topic this week is you posted something on Facebook with the Broncos. Can people. I say
0: one more thing about Briggsy Broncomania, Kenny, before you say something it? Yeah. About... This is a week, and I want to, again, obviously, this is this segment is always dedicated to uh one of our great friends, Mike Briggs. But um, this week's a little extra special because not only are we going to talk Broncos, but what, do you, what is Sunday? What is, what is the Bronco Mania segment for, Kenny? Why do you call it Bronco Mania? WrestleMania is this Sunday. This Saturday and Sunday is WrestleMania. So this is something I know Briggsy loved. He went to, I want to say, two or three in person, whether at um, the Meadowlands. I think he went to Florida a couple times to see it. So he was a huge, huge, huge wrestling fan. So I just want to give an extra shout out for that. So uh makes it a and make special. sure everybody
2: comments on his on his Facebook post about that.
0: For WrestleMania. I like I love yeah, I love it, says make a comment about I it. I love it.
2: Because he's looking down on you. I told you before, I'm I'm you know, I'm a very faithful person. I'm not a holy roller. I was thinking about him today. I opened the door. Guess who was outside, Kurt?
0: You said it, a little robin. We got it, a,
2: a red one, cardinal. No, yep, he was here.
1: So that's me,
0: Kurt. Yes, sir.
1: You posted something on Facebook, and I want you to. Uh, this is what I want the coach to hang around. Okay. You're excited about the Bronco defense. I am. And again, I'm devil's advocate tonight. Yes. You do it uh, on paper. It looks like a, a good potential top 10 defense, but you still got Pat Mahomes and the chiefs offense in your league, which you got to face twice. And now you got Justin Herbert and, and the chargers offense, and you can't sleep on the Raiders offense with Jacobs and rugs and Waller in, in uh, Las Vegas. How are you going to stop those teams and, Go ahead, take it over, Kurt, and
0: sell coach
1: on your defense. All
0: right, I'm going to sell coach. You just mentioned, you just said, I got to worry about Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I got to worry about Justin Herbert and the Chargers, and I got to worry about Carr and the Raiders, right? But you also just said that a couple months ago in February where you said, how are the Chiefs ever going to lose? No one's ever going to beat them. Well... You saw how they got beat. They got beat by a front four, a secondary that covered. But like Coach said, the front four that— Now, listen, I understand their offensive line was banged up. But, I mean, you talk about having three seconds to throw? He was in the gun, and he was getting people in the face. So, what I posted the other night was somebody just put, this defense is so stacked with a little fire flame. Hashtag Bronco Country. You mentioned before about having a secondary. Okay, our secondary was our weakness. What did we do this? What did we do this offseason? Signed All-Pro Kyle Fuller from the Bears. The Bears had uh, money problems; they couldn't deal with their salary cap. Two or three-time All-Pro corner. I'll take him for one year, seven million. We also signed one of Coach Breslin's boys. Ronald Darby from the Washington football team. He now becomes our second corner. We have Bryce Callahan, who is maybe, I don't know if he's the best, but he's probably one of the top three slot corners in football. We got Justin Simmons, just paid him the highest um, salary for safety in NFL, pro bowler, and we got back our veteran back there, Kareem Jackson. So that's a pretty damn good secondary. The difference is, Kenny, is before you were saying, well, if you have a good secondary, what if you don't have a front four? We have a front four, Kenny. We have a front four. We're going to give – I'm giving you Von Miller. I'm giving you Bradley Chubb. I'm giving you – Both hurt last year. Both hurt last (laughs) year. Okay, both. But, again, you said on paper – all right, I'm giving you a guy named right now out of Ohio State. He's a second-year player, Draymond Jones. He was in the talks at the Houston Texans. If there was a trade for Deshaun Watson, this is the guy they want from Denver. He's going to be a stud this year. You still got Shelby Harris, Mike Purcell. Now, one thing's missing. What is missing? Just like you said, that middle and, – and for Vic Fangio, the one thing that he his defense thrives with is that middle linebacker, who can run sideline to sideline, can cover tight ends, can blitz. Who's out there? Parsons from Penn state. If they get Parsons from Penn state and he's got character issues and listen, I'm not going to lie. You know, he does because he's probably a top five or six player in the draft. But if he slides down there and you put that monster with this defense, listen, Lights out. Lights out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you,
2: Lights out. I agree there. Hey,
0: Vic Fangio was a top 10 defense last year with all these guys out. Still top 10.
2: That kid kid from Penn State's a beast.
4: What do you think, Coach Breslin? Well, I don't disagree with you, Kurt. And let me ask you this question. Do you think that many teams start to look at what the Buccaneers did and start to follow suit and run the same kind of defense to stop the Chiefs in that situation, adding that linebacker in to be able to take care of Mahomes, when he leaks out, uh, you know, is that something that you think will be added into their package?
0: I'm so happy that you said that because I want to fire up Mr. Kirkpatrick for coming after my Broncos tonight, me and Mr. <laughs> Broncos, because you know what? If you go back and I want to say it's week fourteen. week fourteen or week fifteen, Denver went to Kansas City um on a Sunday night game. And what did Denver do? Just they just like they're saying. Vic Fangio kind of planted the seed. Those two safeties never get in that box. Never. I don't care. Third and one, stay back. You do not give up the big play. And what was that score, Kenny? 20 to 17, 23 to 20. They just take it, take this, take this. You're not getting big shots anymore. Tyreek Hill, non factor. Now, that was without Von Miller, without Bradley Chubb, without Parsons or a linebacker. Like Coach said, it's a copycat league. Kansas City better go to work in that film room this summer. That's all I'm gonna say because they better—they're not gonna have the okay. Tyreek Hill blowing up anymore. That's not happening anymore. That's my. They got opinion. one
1: problem. You've Got one problem. Yeah, you probably do have the best defense in the NF in the AFC West, but in I now. Until you fix your quarterback situation, you have the fourth best offense.
0: Okay, but let me ask you. All, let me. I'm No, no, no. I got to get. I got to come back at Coach Breslin on this one. Coach Breslin, have you seen in the past three years any team in the NFL succeed by just trying to outscore the Kansas City Chiefs?
4: Outscore them?
0: Yeah. Try to out. Basically say, we'll beat you 48 45.
4: Uh, uh not necessarily i think there was a couple of games where they were like that where they were just you know flat out uh you know high scoring games but that's tough to do if you're just going to you know if you're not going to play any defense on either side of the ball uh that's tough to do so uh you know
0: right so my but answer to- for- so my answer to kenny would be you know what I want to be the best defense in that football. I want to be, I want in that in that division, I want to have the number one defense in football. I want to be the best defense in that AFC West. Uh, let's move on. Let's you move on. It's true. My point. Run the football. Coach. Run the football, coach. Run
1: the football. Let's move on. move on. Coach, he's debating, but he's trying to sell. He's missing the point I'm making. I said you have the best defense in the NFC in the AFC West. But you got the worst offense in the AFC West. Oh, I, and I agree with you, Kenny. The I'm not saying you got to have the best, but you got to get up there to to second or third, and you're way way far behind fourth with the quarterback situation. All right, oh, let's Gordon, move on. We'll be here on night. Mahomes,
4: <laughs> it's Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, and then Denver. Way. Oh, and I think that Kenny, that goes to, to a game plan, and you know what they're going to have to do is run the football, play action, pass, yep. keep the, keep the games down low, And uh, play defense. You know, because you can't yep. play a shootout yep. against, yep. you know, those teams right. in the West. You're not yeah. going to win.
2: Right. And
1: play defense. Yep. There, your final words on the defense.
0: My final word is they're definitely there- top five. Are you going to be a top five defense? I believe they're going to be top five, and I think if they get Parsons or there's another linebacker. I forgot where he's from. Uh, one of the kids. Michigan. From the game. There's another one. I'm not sure. It might be Michigan, sis, but if they get the kid Parsons, I think they could be a top three defense. In I can't think I really of
2: his don't. name. It's a kid from Michigan,
1: though. Yep. I'll give you potential top five. I'll start off top ten. Okay. Chance to move up to top five. Coach, what do you think of their defense overall?
4: Oh, I think what, what Kurt, you know, some of the guys that they got, I would absolutely say, you know, definitely in the top 10 and the potential to be there uh, as long as guys stay healthy. I think they have a potential to be in the top five. Uh, Absolutely.
1: Now, now, before we say (laughs) thank you for coming on tonight, Coach, but I'm going to have you stick around for a couple more minutes because I want to see Mr. Alabama's face when I say this. Yeah, we're not going to wait till next week. We're not going to wait till next week on the Alabama quarterbacks that were drafted in the last 20 years. I got the last 25 years in front of me. <laughs> okay? Tua Tagovailoa, Tua in 2020. Okay? We all know we don't he gets a pass. We don't know what he's going to be. I hope he's going to be good. I like the kid. AJ McCarron, 2014. But he was a bust. Go ahead. Keep going. Career backup. Here's where it gets even worse Greg McElroy, 2011. Another bust. Brody Coyle, 2006. Another bust. Somebody I never heard of in 1995,
2: Jay Barker. How about Richard Todd? For the jets i just went
1: back 25 years you know, <laughs> hey you want to challenge me let's go i went back 25 years i take said, the glove, take the gloves years. off take the well, gloves no, off you no know, in my defense i said the last 20 years alabama I care what you quarterback. I care less what you said take the gloves off i got him it my me. point is it my me. point is the same with Ohio State. They have not had a good quarterback. That could change. I could be 100% wrong about Mac Jones. Kenny, could, here's, Kenny, here's why
0: I'm on with Sis. I'm going to tell you why I, you. I agree with Sis. Get him,
1: Kurt. Because get when em. you
0: look in the past, right, Alabama, all those guys that you named were basically right. like, like a babysitter. Because why? Exactly. They were great defensive teams, and they told those guys – don't, right. don't do anything stupid, hand the ball right. off and that's it. You but got Matt it. Jones was, is in a pro offense. That's exactly. a pro offense. Thank you. Thank so, you, you know, Thank you. that's the only reason why I'm going to go with Coach coaches. Saw...
1: We will see on the air. Cause it's a Thursday night. We'll see on the air. Well, Ed,
0: well, let's get coach Breslin's opinion on that. What are you, th- that statement I just made. Does that would, would you say that there's any credibility to that statement?
4: Listen, they have a great system, right? They have pro wide receivers. They have pros along the well, offensive everything. line uh, at every position. Coach, at every single have... position.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: In <laughs> most of those situations, right? You know, you talk about McCarron, Don't screw it up. You know, do what you're supposed to do. Right. Uh Tua made some big plays in in, in you know in some of those big games. Uh, same with Mac Jones. Mac Jones has a a larger uh, body of work potentially than some of those other guys. Uh, Again, can he perform when he has guys on the offensive line that are not as good and you have some, you know, pros rushing the passer against you? You know, we will see. But that's any young quarterback. Right. So you know that Thank position you. is so hard to tell. Thank you. Was going to come out, but again, going back to Kenny's point, when you look at the the Ohio States and some of the the uh, Alabama quarterbacks, they haven't panned out. But who, how many quarterbacks do pan out, and how many number one guys right. have panned out? Correct. So, you know that would be my question. When you look back at number one, you know draft picks over the past, say five or six,
0: five to ten
4: years, because you got to remember, where are they going? They're going to teams that are bad, right? Bad, yeah, bad. So if you if you don't have a good offensive line to protect them, you're not developing a system that is to their strengths. Correct. it's so hard to play that position to begin with. Right. Yep.
0: You know, what's funny you said that coach, it's like, of course these quarterbacks want to go higher and you make your more money and stuff like that. Or I got to go first round and stuff like that. But look at somebody like Russell Wilson, right? Second round. I think he was a second round pick. Yep. Right. And you're going to a team. That's just, I mean, a sick deep, one of the best defenses in football. Like you're eventually going to make your money. But you're gonna win. You're gonna win a Super Bowl in year two. You're gonna, you know, go to a Super Bowl in year three. Like you're saying, you're gonna go like to the Jets. I mean, Zach Wilson's gonna be running for his life year one. You know, yeah. like they better yeah. have the bootlegs and stuff in because right. he ain't gonna be standing back there. They got no him. line. You're right. You know, so you're And right.
4: GMS, right? And GMS, they're, you know, if you're taking a quarterback and he doesn't pan out, that kid's getting, you know, that guy's getting fired. Yep. Right. So you are banking on that. But if you're taking a quarterback in the second or third round and you know, you have somebody halfway decent and you can build up that guy, you know, that's going to be helpful. But yeah. if you're taking someone one through five, you better be playing them. Yep. I'm great. Cause you're I'm attached great. to the hip. Just like
0: Kenny's and sis's guy. What's his name? The GM Kenny, your guy. Gettleman. Oh, Gettleman
4: and Jones. There's Gettleman and Jones
0: is attached to the hip. If Jones doesn't pan out, Gettleman ain't getting another shot at his quarterback. He's gone.
4: Right. No, and I think he's a pretty good player, but he's always running for his life. Yep. Now, can he do a better job of protecting the football? Listen, yes. how good was Eli, right, in certain situations? he get pressure. Hey, listen, fall down, throw it out of bounds, tuck it up, tuck it in, and fall down. You know, don't give the ball away. Correct.
0: But I got one more. You know what? I got one more question, Kenny. I'm sorry. One more question. Because you, I, to get that point about that, because it was funny. Me and Jen were doing a walk, taking a walk. And we were talking a little bit about football. And we are talking about Drew Locke. But do you think, though, that for a player like Drew Locke, he was at Missouri in the SEC. Basically, if they don't score on their drive, they're probably giving up seven points because their defense is so bad. Do you think, though, it's just like that mentality is like. I can't take a sack. I have to make a play. I have to score on this series. Like, do you think it's just that's their mentality because of what they – see, that's why I think Matt Jones is like you're saying. Matt Jones Mac Jones is, we'll punt and let play defense. I and mean, Missouri Drew Locke couldn't do that because it'd be 14 nothing before you blink. Do you think that's yep. hard for, like, these Daniel Jones and Duke? They weren't good. You know, like, do you think in their mentality is I got to score. I got to score. I got to move. Like I, I can't do the, you know, punt the ball and play defense.
4: I think a lot of guys do that now, even in the NFL, you know, you look at Daniel, there's a lot of guys that are, are trying to do too much, uh, especially if their defense is average at best and they're trying to outscore teams, you know, they're, uh, they're trying to make plays or they're trying to impress. Right. Right. And they're, you know, because they're making a lot of money, too. So that pressure to perform is hard as well. And, you know, they're always looking to, you know, get that next contract. And, you know, so. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's why Coach Breslin's a guru.
4: That's
1: it. Absolutely. It's a hard position. field Fields, number three, you're here and here 1st
2: Ninety Nighty-night, Kenny. Take some ninety night pills tonight when
1: you go to sleep. <laughs>
4: Well, Kenny, let me ask you this, Kenny. If they do draft, uh, draft Justin Fields or even Mac Jones. Yes. Okay. Do you trade Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: I would try, but I the 49ers are in a situation where they're in win now. Like, they got a chance. They're not in, like, the – like, okay, so, yeah, I would keep Jimmy Garoppolo and still start him this year because – you're contending for a Super Bowl. Are you going to do it with a rookie quarterback or a veteran who's been there for a few years? Well, then like, let we're me not ask you the same thing. situation as the Jets. We're not in the same situation as uh, as the Jaguars, all these teams that are going to be drafting quarterbacks in the first round. But we're they are not in the same situation with that. The 49ers are going to be contending for not only the uh, NFC West, they're going to be a contender for
4: the Super Bowl. Right, but they were in a Super Bowl with Garoppolo, And what was everybody saying?
0: He cost them the Super Bowl.
4: He definitely did. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So if that's the case, and they moved all the way up to number three, there are many, many teams that are quarterback hungry, right? Yep. So you draft this kid number three, whether it's Jones or Fields. Then now you turn around and – some of the teams that can't get one of these five guys still needs a quarterback. They could okay. then trade him to get more picks. Yeah. There see, could be.
0: But you know what? My See, here's the thing. I think again, I would personally, I would take Mac Jones over field, but if, if Thank Sh- you, but if Shanahan <laughs> does take fields, I just have so much confidence in Kyle Shanahan that he would you know i don't know i'm not going to say he's going to be running zone read all the time but he runs that zone that st- you know hit his father's system he would incorporate and make it easier for Justin fields like he's going to play to his strengths i just have confidence in him as opposed to some of these other coaches like coach you know let like coaches saying and you know you're not going to draft Matt Jones and, and run zone read with him, but nope. it, it's funny. Like there's some teams that would take Justin Fields and say, all right, you're in a five receiver set. We're going to throw the ball 45 times and just read the defense. He's going to fail. Kyle Shanahan, I think would build that or adjust his offense around Justin Fields, but I would still take Matt Jones. Sis. Well,
1: I don't like either one. That's, that's just me. I, I don't like the only quarterbacks I like in this draft at the top are Lawrence, And Wilson. Been like that since day one. The other quarterback I like in this draft that's a sleeper, and we talk about quarterbacks going on good teams in the The second. The Florida kid. Maybe the Stanford kid who's been hurt a lot. He can make some noise in this draft. Okay. I do not like Justin. Just because I'm saying the 49ers picking Justin Fields, I think he's going to be a bust. I think Mac Jones isn't going to be as good as people say. That's me. I think Trey Lance is going to be a complete bust. I think there's only two quarterbacks at the top that are going to be good and that's Lawrence and Wilson. I think everybody else is is going to be a a bust.
0: Just get me Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to go with that top 3 defense into next year.
4: <laughs> Coach, we <you laughs> kept you on alone tonight. So Oh, <laughs> good. No, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. As always, I I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, to talk, you know, whether it's basketball, football, anything sports, uh, I enjoy it. So uh, thanks so much for having me. Just sister's got a rapid fire coming up. He thinks he's going to get us with some
1: Yankee questions. Oh, you're
2: done. You're done. Uh-oh. Tonight. Yankees?
1: Yeah. I'm not a big baseball guy, so it's I don't know. It's all Yankees, Coach. We'll see how many I get right. I'm going to make a little wager with him in about a <laughs> minute.
0: Thanks, Coach. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Thank thanks, you, coach. coach.
4: Thanks, Coach. You Have a good night. Thanks, Coach. Take yep. it
2: easy. Yep. <laughs>
0: Kenny, just a Coach little Rezlin, update. Man. Kenny, these Knicks the are up by five, nine minutes left.
1: Knicks up five?
0: We got a comment from a Jacob uh, Tro- uh, Troger saying, did I hear Yankees?
1: Yes, this is, we got a Yankee rapid fire, Jacob. Oh See, my. I wish
0: I wish your rapid, I wish, like, I really knew, because I know Paul wanted to come on, he, then he was busy, but then he wanted to jump back on. But Paul, with the rapid fire, he would, I mean, listen, he would answer these questions. Get him on. Heartbeat.
2: Get him on.
0: So,
1: get him on. Get your brother on. What
0: do you think, Kenny? You want to bring him on? you,
1: you, you two are People dead. To come on! Tonight. In the meantime, sis, we'll, go, we'll do stump Kurt while we're waiting
2: for Paul. All right, Paul. all right. You two are dead tonight with the Yankee rapid fire. Dead.
1: Yeah, okay, we'll we'll go. We'll do we'll do stump Kurt in the meantime, sis. While
0: we're okay. waiting. That, all right, go that, ahead. That, that
1: that's fine. I got three that's mixed fine. questions for Kurt. I all ranked right. them easy to hard, so I'll start with. And, the- and
0: and next week we promise we're gonna start like our little competition next week these are just these are just fun ones right, these,
1: these are preseason these are appetizers preseason <laughs> preseason questions here we go all right first question name this one i ranked easy kurt name the three former first round knicks for, former first round draft picks by the knicks who are currently coaching in the in the ncaa in the teams in the teams they are coaching. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep.
2: Yes, it does.
1: Right out of the gate.
0: So three former all right three one...
1: Knicks, three former Knicks are now coaching in the NCAA. And I want the teams they are coaching. That's a piece of cake for him.
0: And their first round picks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well That's obviously Hubert Davis, North Carolina. Patrick yep. Ewing, Georgetown. Yep. It's not Mark Jackson.
1: No, the other one's a little older.
0: A little older.
1: But what Because what this I, The reason why I'm giving you this hint is because I know I got like from Ewing. Usually I do from Ewing.
0: Right. This to is today. before Ewing?
1: Is a little before Ewing, but he recently got hired.
0: He recently got I, hired. Get
1: this. Look, look what I'm pointing to. You're
0: pointing to a Nick hat.
1: Yeah. He just got hired.
0: Oh, Mike Woodson.
1: Yep, All I right. gave you that one.
0: All right, you gave me that one. Good. All right, Indiana. here's a medium
1: one. Here's here's, a, here's an intermediate one for you. Go ahead. In two thousand six.
0: Yep. The
1: Knicks had three first round draft picks. Yes. After John Wallace, who were the other two?
0: Oh, definitely was Walter McCarty. Right. From Kentucky. And the other kid was from Mississippi state. Um, I don't remember his name. Jones, some kind of Jones,
1: Dante Jones. I'll give it to you. What's up, Paul?
0: Hey, what's going on?
1: Oh, there's my boy. Paul, I got one more Nick question. You want to hang out for this? He's going to save you you guys tonight. Go ahead. All right, Kurt. Uh, since 2010, the Knicks had eight first-round picks. Start naming them.
0: Since 2010. Yeah. Eight.
1: Eight first-round picks. So from 2020- 20. Right, I got. I
0: gotta write these down. All right, Obi Toppin. Yep. Quickly. Nope. Quickly was a first-round pick.
1: Not by the Knicks.
0: Oh, okay. So you want just me? Okay. Okay.
1: That's R- the tricky one. I think you'll get everybody else. I don't know if you're going to get this guy.
0: R.J. Barrett. Yep. Um, Porzingis. Yep. 2010. Wow. There's not many left with the Knicks.
1: I'll tell you what years they didn't have one. 2010, 2012, 2014, 2016. So you need 2018. Who was 2018? Right. Nidikina.
0: There you go. Paul's <laughs> out.
1: 17. No, the was 17. Who was in 18? He's on the Knicks roster.
0: Oh, Kevin Knox.
1: Yep. Uh, 2013, before Perzingis, there was nobody in 14. Father played in the NBA. Hardaway? Hardaway. Hardaway. Good one, Paul. Now we got one more. 2011. I liked him. I don't know what the hint I can give on this one. I, is, is he still in, in the NBA? league, Kenny? No. Is is the initials. Shumper. Yeah, I like I'll
0: bring you through it out. He is an, I, I want to say he's on the Nets. Is he? I, 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 I could have swore he was. I could be wrong.
1: This has got a little rapid fire Yankees for us, Paul. So I'm ready for this. That's why I'm Kurt, gonna, Kurt, gonna, Kurt gonna, I just numbered my ball. page.
2: Ready, Kurt? I just numbered my page one to 30. Okay. What are the odds your brother in law will bury Kenny on these 30 questions?
1: Oh, he's so going to,
0: he's going he, to, me, I'm not even going to be close. He's going to bury, no. he might double you're, me and Kenny. He might double okay. us. Okay. Wait, so, so how
1: many do I, how many do I have to get right in your well, opinion? Uh, again, it's from one to 30. You're going to be a check and, and, oh, uh, me, no, you're going to be, my wager to you, sis. My wager to you is if you are impressed with my performance Correct. on tomorrow's show, just you have to sing me happy birthday, because my birthday's Friday. Absolutely. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> you, if you're, you're impressed tonight, with my
2: performance on this Yankee trivia. You you will be done tonight, though. Here we go. First question of the night. And we're gonna go right to Mr. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> The first Yankee number to be retired. Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, Joe D, Mr. Lou Gehrig.
1: That would be Mr. Lou Gehrig.
2: Correct. Hold up. Oh. I got to give you your your, your kudos. Okay. <laughs> So everybody else already knows that answer. Number two, we'll start with Paul. First Yankee to hit a grand slammer in Yankee Stadium. Joe D, Judge, Babe Ruth, Hadaki,
3: Matsui. A grand slam in the new or the old or just in general? Just in general. Um, Hmm. I got to. I'm gonna go with Ruth. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Valenti.
0: Who's the other old guy, Joe D? We got Joe D, Judge, Joe D. Dave Ruth, Joe D. You're done,
1: Kenny. It's got to be the new Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: well, again, it, it's the it's, Deki Matsui. Yeah. Well he's the only one that there's no there's no way you were gonna get it. They already eliminated the other people. Okay, I'll give it to you though. Next one. We'll start with well Kenny. How many World Series did Casey Stengel win?
3: Ooh.
1: Good question. That's a good one. That's a good one. No shit. Uh, on. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine. <laughs> Four. All
3: right, hold on. I Casey won the five. I think he was there for the five in a row. Uh that's the forty nine to 53, 56, 58. Um, didn't win in sixty and he got canned. So I'm gonna say seven.
2: You nailed it, kid. That's there two you for you, and that's two for you and one for Kenny. Next question. David Wells, I'll give you the date, May 17, 1988, Kenny. Pitched a perfect game against what team?
1: Uh,
0: Twins? You nailed it. I was going to say twins, too. Do you know that one, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's
2: two for one. Here we go. Mr. Valenti, 2009. What Yankee hit for the cycle? I'll buy you five steak dinners at Steve's Steakhouse if you get this correct.
0: I'm just 2000 this out. I'm going to say Chad Curtis. Can I get the steak
2: dinner? <laughs> no, because now that you said that, I know you know, but go ahead. Uh,
3: Melky Cabrera.
2: I love it. You got, <laughs> Kenny. you got Kenny so far. That's all that count. As long as Kenny gets beat. Here we go. Kenny. I told you Paul was good. 2009. Yankees game. How many games did they win in 2009? I need a number. Wow, you're done. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) One oh four.
3: You were close, Mr. Paul. I'm right in that. I don't know it. I'm guessing, so I'm gonna say one oh three. Damn, man, are you good? You got him. (laughs) So he's two and
2: two. Hey, I was right there. You had one (laughs) off.
1: It don't matter.
2: Ken an assist there. <laughs> Paul is kicking booty. This Yankee player played. This is Paul. This Yankee player for played for Texas, Atlanta, the Braves, and the Dodgers. The Yankees signed him December two thousand and eighteen. Who was it? I know you know this, Paul.
3: Wait, what were the team?
2: Were the he played Texas? for Texas, Atlanta. The Braves and the Dodgers and the Yankees signed him in December two thousand and eight.
3: What player? Two thousand and eight. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, oh. Um, wait, no. 2008. Texas, the Braves and Dodgers. Dodgers. <sighs> sure, it's not the sure that's not the Angels. I'm. I'm thinking about to
2: It's Texas, Atlanta, Braves. That's right. You're right. Yep. He's
0: kicking your butt, Kenny. Don't mess with Paul. He got an answer.
2: (laughs) He led the Yankees in RBIs, Paul, in two thousand and seven. You can start burying Kenny if you get this. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny's two and two. You're like Five and one, I think so far. Yep. Yeah.
3: This is this is me or someone else?
2: No, this is you.
3: RBIs. Led the Yankees
2: in RBIs in two thousand and seven.
3: Uh, I'm leaning towards one guy. I'm just trying to go through all the positions. Uh, I'm gonna. I, <laughs> I'm
2: gonna say Matsui. Uh Kenny. You gotta close the gap, Ken.
1: Oh man. Soriano? Uh Kurt. I
0: have Posada.
2: You guys aren't gonna believe it, but it's Mr. Rodriguez.
1: Oh. Uh, that's why right we didn't get we, it.
2: <laughs> right now we have Mr. Paul at five and Kenny at two and three. Here we go. What Yankee hit nineteen homers, Paul, in two thousand and
0: five? Man. See the questions he gives us, Paul. How the hell are we gonna know this answer?
2: That's, uh, Paul no. Paul's the only one on this panel tonight that'll get this. <laughs>
0: I'm terrible he's at gonna, Yankees.
1: Kurt, he's going to win this by a landslide. Oh,
0: of course. He's going to bail or Gonzaga. And I, one I,
1: I throw a guess out? I got the first guess. No, I guess. I, I no, don't, no, I,
2: no. Wait wait. your turn.
0: Be a <laughs> gentleman. Paul's
1: been going first every time.
2: Paul's on. No, he hasn't. <laughs> I'm messing around. I'm messing around. 19. Uh... 2005.
3: Hit 19 homers. Well, it's not a Rod because he would have had more. Uh, I don't. Posada.
1: Uh, Kenny. Yeah, that was my guess.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want to take another shot
1: or no? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'm gonna. I'm. I got. I, I think I'm gonna throw. Uh... Was it, uh, was it Jeter?
2: You plucked that out of your nose. Three and three. Here we go.
0: You got it, Kenny.
2: See, you did. he didn't want me to go first. My first guess was Posada. <laughs> well, okay, that's okay. Kenny, 2005, the Tampa Bay Yankees played in a game which was the highest score. It was 20 to 11. Who was the winning pitcher? What year was Sorry, it? two nope. two 2005, the Yankees played Tampa. The score was 20 to 11. Who was the winning pitcher? John Wetland? Nope. Mr. Paul. I know he's going to get this. I, I got a feeling he's going to nail us. Why is it John Wetland, 2005?
1: He wasn't on the team. That <laughs> a uh, 2005.
3: My God.
0: Jared Wright.
2: No, I'm shocked you didn't get that. <laughs> Kurt.
0: I have no idea.
2: Um, Randy, Randy Johnson. Woo. Moving along. I was, sis, was it a complete game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kenny, Derek Jeter's batting average in 2009. This will put you at three and five in case you miss. <laughs> or four and four. Three, 334. Damn, Kenny, that was good. Very good. I'm he, very impressed with that. He
0: didn't get it.
2: Yes, he did.
1: It's 334, bro.
0: Kenny's on a computer.
1: Look at all his baseball he's on card. on a computer. I just, yeah, he, he's Googling this. That I was shit. just Look a up. wild – that was just a wild lucky guess. I figured around 330, you were in, I just said, what number am I going to throw out there? Not 333, not 330, I threw 334 out there. Okay. Paul,
2: regular season wins most games record. His record was 19-8. and eight. What pitcher for the Yankees? Regular season wins most games. Record was nineteen and eight. You're gonna get this. I know you are. are we,
3: what are we talking? To, what are we? To, what year are we talking about?
2: We're not talking any year. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure's on, buddy.
0: <laughs> we go through this every week, Paul. Oh.
3: Um. Can't give it away like that. You got to think a little bit. a lot of people won nineteen games.
0: Got think. I In got a 19- guess. And- I got a guess. Can I throw out a guess, Kenny? Uh, sis? Go ahead. Mike Musina.
1: Bingo. No good. Oh.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I got a guess. Can I throw one out? Go ahead. Andy Pettit.
2: Well, you just went to four and five, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So he's got to be someone on the verge of winning twenty games.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Paul's going to uh, get this one.
3: Damn, nineteen wins. Uh...
2: Nineteen and eighty was. If I give you the year, you're going to get it. That's why I won't give you the year. <laughs> I don't make it easy. Sorry.
3: And the only other guy I can think of that won 19 games was uh Ed Figueroa back in the 70s. <laughs> uh
2: you you just went to five and three, my friend. Give us a C- hint, decade. Give us a hint, decade. I know I was, think we all got it wrong, so Nope, nope, nope. It was CC.
1: Kenny. Uh, oh, yeah. I was
2: thinking him. I was thinking him right after. Kenny, September twenty-first, two thousand and eight. First game at Yankee Stadium. Who did the Yankees play? You'll go to a four and six on this one.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. First game or last game?
2: No. First game. In September? 2008. No, that's
3: got is the first year at the new stadium, though.
0: So it's going to be the last game.
2: I have it as the first game. All right, well, I'll, I'll tell you Oregon? what. I'll make it easy. The final game. Orioles. Kenny saying Orioles?
3: Five Yeah. Yep, he's correct.
2: Good. Five and five. We'll give you that one. Paul, 2002. Who led the Yankees in doubles? I'm going to say
3: Alfonso Soriano. Uh, Kenny? 2002.
0: 2002. Yeah. Paul,
2: Paul's at five and four. Kenny's at five and five. Mr. Bill uh, Patrick led the Yankees go. in doubles, 2002. Let's go with uh, Burn Baby Burn. Who? Bernie Williams. <laughs> no. You just went to five and six. Kurt? Jeter. Jorge Posata. Ah, that
0: was my second guess.
2: We're going to go to Kurt first on this one. Alex Rodriguez, excuse me, Alex Rodriguez led the major league in home runs. He had 54. Okay. How many grand slams did he have? That year? And against who? I'll tell you what. Out of the three, just name one.
0: All right, I'm going to say... Well, I was going to say three. I swear to God I was going to say three, but I'll say Blue Blue Jays. Wrong. Kenny?
1: Throw the Orioles out there again.
2: That's one. What's the other two? Throw the Blue Jays out? The Blue Jays are done. You have two more.
3: You're Rangers? looking at five you're Rangers. At
2: five. Nope. You're looking at five and seven though. One yeah. more guess. Right.
1: Uh, one more guess, I'll throw uh twins. Nope. Paul. How
3: about Angels? Nope. <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> nope.
2: Okay, you're at five and five. Red Sox. Calm down, Orioles, White Sox, Devil Rays. Well, we That's knew he didn't do it against
1: the Red Sox. That was a. Chill. That's the
2: end of that question. Or the playoffs. 2000. We'll go to Paul first. 2009, designated hitter for the Yankees. Um, Matsui. Okay, you're at five and six. Keddy's at five and seven.
1: Kurt. He threw it easy. He threw a little batting <laughs> <And>, practice.
3: <Yeah. laughs> that was a seventy mile an hour fastball.
2: <laughs> Kurt, two thousand and eight. Who hit the last home run at the old Yankee Stadium? Hmm. He. There's no way he's getting this ball.
1: <laughs> what's up me.
0: I'm up.
2: No, Paul, no, uh, Kurtz up. Robinson Canal. Er, Kenny.
1: Oh, man.
2: I'll go. You're neck and neck with Paul now.
1: 2008, right? Uh, 2008. Jeez. A Rod? Nope. Mr. Paul.
3: The well, way you said it, it sounds like somebody obscure. I was, well, I'm, well, I was, I was thinking Posada, but I think he hit the first one in the new stadium, so I won't guess him. Um
0: It was a Sunday night game, wasn't it?
3: That's one of my, that's one of my questions, and I gotta
2: take it out because he already nailed it. <laughs> but now we're talking about two thousand and eight, final home run at Yankee Stadium. Uh,
3: I'm trying to think of some of the players in there, some of the weird ones. Uh, uh, Johnny Damon
2: no nope. Jose Molina you and Kenny are yeah. both at 5 and 7 who, who was it Jose Molina here we go wow. Mr. Ka- Mr. Kirkpatrick Yankees worst shut out in 2005 they lost 12 zip who was the team
1: I might have been at that game. Boston. Okay. Then you should know it. Nope, you're five and eight.
2: Paul. Two thousand and five. They lost twelve nothing. Shutout. Toronto. You guys are tied. Kurt? Kansas City. Oakland A's. Moving on. 2005 again started at second base for the yankees paul you can take the lead
3: yeah, this was a tough one because i think I, Cano- I did my homework today. Kano got called up that year, so I didn't. I don't think he started the season. Um, I'm gonna say, I don't know, I'm shot in the door. I'm gonna say Tony Womack.
2: Wow, great guess. Just wow. took the lead. He just <laughs> took the lead on you, Kenny. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's the one was night.
2: Just took the lead on you, Kenny. Now we'll start with Kenny. No, we already had that one. That's out. Okay. By the we'll way, breaking news, Ken- breaking
0: news, breaking news. The Knicks are down three. They just gave up two three pointers. Yeah, aggravating. But go ahead. We're sis. gonna have enough. We're gonna have okay, a Kenny. Here you going go, Because I, <laughs>
3: I I got my notes and my hammer and I'm ready
2: Yeah, to go we got, how, how many more <laughs> you got, sis? I got nine more. Kenny, when Xavier Nady went down in right field, who took over for him? You can tie Paul with the right answer. Wow. And if you miss, Paul can take the lead on you. Well, he's got the lead on you now.
1: Well, now I'm going to take – Kenny, I, I don't even have a guess on this one. Do you have a year? Oh, it makes it too
3: easy. <laughs> no,
2: no year. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Right he field. He o- right, right field? He, he took over for – Xavier Naughty
1: when oh. he went down in right field. Shane Spencer. Uh, Paul. Uh,
2: you could go up sure. by
1: two, Paul
3: here. I'm pretty sure it's Nick Swisher. You're up by two.
1: <laughs> yep. Next well, question. Alabama trivia for SIS. Next,
2: next question. Kenny, we'll start with you. This is easy. I think it is anyway. Joe Girardi, first year that he was named manager of the year, what team was he the manager of? Cubs. Wrong. Paul? Uh Marlins. He's blowing you away, Kenny. I thought this was Yankee trivia.
3: It is. It is. It is. It is. Gordy was the Yankee yeah. manager. Named manager of the year and fired that same year. Go figure.
2: <laughs> we'll go to Paul, being that he has the lead. Two thousand and eight. Now I'm giving you the year. What Yankee team member led the team in hits? He had 180 hits. 180? Yep. Um,
3: 2008,
2: he led the team in hits.
3: Kind of, all right, I've narrowed it down to two. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Robinson Cano.
2: Wrong. Next.
1: That was my guess.
2: You're at seven and 10. Kenny's at five and nine. Kenny, you need this. Kajara? No. You're at five and 10. Kurt, you want to take a shot? Jeter. Bobby Abreu. Oh. Next. 2002. Who hit the most triples? Paul? What player?
3: We got six uh, more
2: questions after this one. We're 2002.
3: Done. Uh, I'm 2002. Gonna say, I'm going to say Soriano.
2: Er, Kenny? Ricky Lede. <laughs> <laughs> You're at 5-11, and 11, my friend. <laughs> Kurt?
0: No idea. Triples. Um, what year?
2: 2002.
0: 2002, they said Soriano. I'll give you the initials,
2: MC. Cabrera? You got it. Probably, I have never
0: knew that. We'll go that. to Kenny.
2: We'll go to Kenny. Jose Posada, historic year as a Yankee, catcher. How many homers, how many RBIs did he have? It's a two-part question.
1: You're at 5 and 11. Paul's at 7 and 11. I'm at 5 and 12 now. I'd say 20, 27 and 98. You're right. You're at 5 and 12. 12?
3: 12. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got the question. I got the question right. I don't think Kenny's too far off. He had that one year where he's in the running for MVP. At about. He may have hit 30 that one year. I'll say like 31
0: homers, 97 RBIs. You're at 7 and 12. (laughs) Kurt? I'm going to go 29 and 97.
2: It was 20 and 90. You guys were close with that one. We'll start (laughs) this one with Kurt. Oh, no, we already did that. First homer in the New Yankee Stadium. That's too easy. Here we go, Kurt. Kurt?
0: I'm useless in this segment.
2: This is for two state dinners at Sizzling States for you. Okay. First team Johnny Damien played with. Three more questions. Kansas
0: City Royals.
2: Wow. I don't (laughs) believe he nails it. Good job, man. I was going. Did you know it? I did did know it.
0: I had an idea. All All right. Here we go,
2: Mr. Kipatrick Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit, Mike Messina, and Phil Hughes. Who won the most games, and how many games was
3: it? For that year. Roger, is that a season or a career?
2: Roger, Roger Clemens. For one Andy season? Pettit. Yes. Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit. Mike Messina, Phil Hughes, who won the most games, and how many games was it? I'll go Mike Messina, 21. You just went to 5-13. Paul?
3: (laughs) I think it's Messina. Um, He only hit that 20-win mark once, though. I say Messina, I got to get the number you're saying, too, right?
2: No, no, this is the most games won. Ever, oh, ever, ever, Mike see uh, Clemens. Nope, you're wrong. I'm not even going to go to five and fourteen. I'm going to let you slide on that,
3: Paul. Um, all right. Pettit, I think it's gonna be Pettit then.
2: It's be Pettit. He's right. How many games was it?
3: That's the so second part, part career, of career. Career as a Yankee. Yep. Um, I don't, a hundred (laughs) and,
2: it's a hard one. It really is. One
0: hundred and eighty one. Kurt. One sixty, one sixty seven.
2: Paul just went to seven and 13. Kenny's at five and 13. It was Pettit. One forty one. We'll go to Kurt. We we only have two more. Okay. Kurt, 2005 MVP season. How many homers did this person hit? He hit 48. I'm not giving giving you anything. I gave you the year and I gave you how many homers?
0: Is it A-Rod?
2: You got it. It looks like Paul's going nice. to win this. It's it's 7 to 13 and 5 to 13. We'll go with Kenny. What age was Phil Rizzuto when he passed? 89. You got it. So you. Did you wound he really? at, he, Kenny wound up at 5 and 14. And my boy, Mister Paul, beat him at seven and thirteen. That wraps up this segment for Rapid Fire with Mister Sis this evening. Next week, boys, bring
1: it Alabama on. Homework. We bring it on. Alabama.
2: I don't. I don't
1: even need to study. All
2: right. You so let's it. get to this. You don't have
1: in. to study. Kenny. I want to know who was, who wore number nine in the year two in the year two thousand and four for the for the. Not, not a problem.
0: Let's do this. We got Paul's been fired up all day, texting me about the news with Mister Judge again. So, Kenny, let's give Paul the floor and Paul just gets the floor. Absolutely, let him vent. What's your because we you were, were venting on, on
1: Facebook, me and him as well.
0: You you've been on the show. You know I've been totally against giving Judge any kind of extension and big money. Go ahead, Paul. What's your thoughts on uh, it?
3: I'll preface it with this. I think Aaron Judge is a nice guy and a very good player when he's healthy. But the key the key thing is when he's healthy. And I actually put – I was putting these notes together, actually, before I came on. Aaron Judge's injury history goes all the way back to 2016. He played – when he was in the minors, he missed a month with a knee injury. When he got called up in September for his first games, he missed – 16 of his 43 games. That's and I put I put a number on this. He missed 37% of his games that year. Now I'm gonna go to the next year, 2017. He had his great season. He played 155 games, which sounds almost incredible considering his recent injury woes. Uh, but he did play hurt with a shoulder injury. If you remember, he had about a six-week stretch where He really stunk up the joint and then got it back together again. And nobody knows if that was because of the derby or what, but he did play 155 games. I give him that. At 2018, he gets hit by a pitch. He misses about 50 games. So he misses 50 of the 162 games. He missed 31% of his team's games. 2019, he has an oblique injury. This is his second oblique injury. He had one in 2016 now 2019 He misses roughly 60 games. He misses 60 of 162 games. He misses 37% of his team's games. Last year, 60 game season, piece of cake, right? You didn't have to play that many games, wrong. He misses 32 of the 60 games last year because first he has a shoulder slash collapsed lung, which we found out happened in the playoffs when he dove for a ball, then when the season gets delayed cause of COVID, he comes, he starts playing, he has a calf injury, goes on the injured list, comes back, plays one game, goes back on the injured list. So he misses 28 to 60 games. He missed 47% of the games last year. 2021, five games into the season, he has what we're being told is side soreness. And, and I haven't heard any updates since then. I've heard rumors it's a, an oblique which would be his third oblique, if that's true. I don't know if it's true yet. Um, over the over the, those four years, 2016, 2018, 2019, and 2020, he missed an average of 38% of his team's games. Not 38, and 38%. 38% of the games. He's going to be 29 years old in about three weeks you want him on your team uh, you want to sign him to a 10 year deal at 30 million a season not i me. i couldn't i couldn't even watch a game anymore if the yankees invested that type of money in it. he's a good player he's this i am not like saying like every time i see aaron judge out there i'm am I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed i'm saying you know don't dive don't steal a base don't play careful yeah. I've never seen a guy so fragile and what we have is really with these number it's a combination of fragile and bad luck because there is some bad luck in there too but some sometimes people just can't get it together I don't know I don't know what it is it's just it's just a bad run of injury woes and I don't know how else to explain it you know I to me like the writing was on the wall because there were so many That was quite a bit of history. I just kind of ran ran, ran off. So, like, you know, I don't know what else to go off of. I mean, it's just the fact that it happened this year and happened so quick. I can't say I'm surprised. I'm disappointed. I'm not I'm not celebrating because of this, but it's just, you know, me, Kurt. We were just at saw each other over Easter and we made like a little joke bet. But would he be on the injured list by Memorial Day? And I, <laughs> I said, he'll be. Did we not say this? We I did. said, I think sooner. Because based on what we've seen, how could I sit there and think this guy's going to rattle off 140 games? If he played 130 games, I'd be impressed at this point.
0: Well, Paul, Coach Breslin I said saying-
1: 120 if he wants a contract. And- he ain't going to
0: even do that. But, yeah. but have- Kenny, Kenny, Coach Breslin's saying this. You know, some of these guys have to change the workout program. Some of them are not very flexible at all and susceptible to injuries. I mean, is it because, like, they showed, like, you know, you, you know you're know, you worried about the weights and the bigness and, you know, and that. I mean, I don't know. But it's something, Paul, because it's getting ridiculous. Well, like, we're joking, but this is what, game seven? Game six? Five. Like, right, five.
1: I'm going to – Unfortunately, Paul. I hope you get to watch Yankee games next year. But I think Judge is going to be here for the long haul. And me, I don't, I don't, I don't want him here. But as long as Cashman's here, that's his guy. They got, they got the the seats in the in the in the right field stands. Judge's chambers. So what is he a gimmick? He sells. So as long as he's selling, he's going to be a Yankee. And, and Cashman, as the years are going on, I am done with Cashman. That's telling Paul today. I know Sis is on board with this. I have never been so down. Kurt, you said this last week. I can't believe you're talking about the Yankees like this. I know. I know. I have no confidence in this team, and they're the favorites to win the American League. I have no confidence at all in this team if they make the playoffs this year. If. And that goes from the top, from Cashman all the way down to the players. I have no confidence in anybody on this Yankees team, and that includes Garrett Cole, all these guys. I don't have any confidence in any of them when when it comes to the playoffs.
0: But you know what? Sis nailed it on opening day. Me and him were texting, and he was like, same thing. Here we go. Runner on second. You know, like how many times has Sis said, here we're going to get – you're going to dig, just started the runner on second, but Sis always said, Hey, right, get a double, strikeout, strike out. Like he said, Sis said it. He was like, He nailed Basis it. Bases
1: loaded, bounces into a double play. I said, and Paul, I was saying this. I texted Kurt yesterday. I said, Judge, home run, no surprise against the Orioles. You know, against, against bad pitching, yeah, they'll hit. But what's going to happen when they face that good pitching? You know, I want to see him do it against the young pitcher, pitchers. I want to see him do it against Glass now. I want to see him do it against the White Sox pitching. You're not going to see it. So when they face those teams, the Yankees will lose 75% of those games.
0: But you know what, though, Kenny? The only thing I
2: disagree with, Kenny, Cashman's boy is not Judge. It's Hicks. Mr. Hicks. Right. Thank He's you. He's got at least four or five he guys on the that's his boy Mr Hicks he's terrible he's hes struck out six times since Sunday he stinks
1: and he's number three batter and, and I know he, in the middle of the of I look look at
2: look at they put in Guardy tonight I only watched a little bit of it base hit first time up
0: you you man, know what though catchman has
1: at least catchman has five guys and I'll name them Hicks I'm sorry, Judge is his boy. You'll see that when he gives him 30. Hicks is million. his number one boy, but go ahead. Hicks, Judge will get 30 million. That's number two. Don't say that, please. Torres <laughs> is his guy, and I like Torres, so I'm okay with that. Sanchez is his guy. Oh, There's please. no competition for Sanchez. Why? So that's, that's his guy. That's four, and... Five, I guess I don't know who five would be, but I'd say he's got at least four guys. But you maybe but, Luke Voigt, maybe Luke Voight, and I like Luke Voigt. But
0: Kenny, here's the here's the situation, and and where where Paul's bringing it up is like it's on to another level now because this is where we had this whole argument with NFL quarterbacks with Prescott and Cousins, and you're paying nothing for for Judge now and. The numbers that Paul rattled off were just—they're—they're they're ridiculous. Thirty whatever percent of games, and you're paying this guy nothing. So it's like, okay, but if you commit to this guy three hundred million for ten years, it's not going to get better. He's not going to get healthier. It's only going to get worse when he's getting older. How could well, you great. pay that? Great.
1: How could well, you pay that? You may—I know it's just one injury, but you may see this with the the Padres. You can't pay it. You paid. Tatis, all this money, he's hurt already. Well, Lindor, they gave all this money. <laughs> you can't give these guys all this money. And you know, all it takes is one injury, you're out for the year and you're getting paid 30 million to sit out for a whole year. What I what I had really
3: hoped the Yankees would have just investigated and looked at a little harder over the off season. Cause you know, some people were with me and some people thought I was insane but to just entertain the trade offers they may have been able to get for judge for those things. You know, I'm not saying it now, cause I was saying it back then too, but you would have had a guy that was, you know, 28. He's only going to be 28 for a few more weeks. At least in the off season, he had no injuries that we know of and he wasn't making any big money yet, but you, you actually had his trade value at probably at an all-time high. I don't know if it's ever going to hit it again. I don't know what's going to come out of this injury, you know, But you could have at least entertained what you could have gotten, you know, as far as prospects, uh, more pitching help. But, you know, great guy. The great just point. Just some type of combination that would have filled needs that they have now for a guy. I mean, I'm not. I don't, Kenny. I don't think I'm quite as down on you on this season. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still hopeful that they, you know, I, I think they still have a good team. And if worst-case scenario, he was out, let's say he's out for like six weeks or something like that, just a just pretend scenario. I mean, you know, we're banking now on other guys being able to stay healthy. And if, you know, if, if that means Stanton or Torres or whoever, you know, I still think the offense is good enough, even without Judge. Because they know what? In all those years I, I rattled off, they were playing well without him. And they are a team that can get that can still get to the playoffs. Now, from that point on, I don't know if they're going to measure up against the other good teams. I got good. to see, you know, I got to see Cole over a full season. I think, I think, I, I mean, I think Cole is the real deal. But I mean, after that, you do have question marks. I don't, yep. don't know if those guys are going to hold up or how well they're going to do at the, in, in even a playoff series.
1: But. Here's um, where, who, sorry, here's where I say we're, we're all Giants fans minus Kurt Gettleman. Traded the biggest star on the Giants at the time. Yeah, he was a head case, Odell Beckham. Judge isn't a head case. Judge is a good guy. No problems with Judge off the field besides the little incident with his girlfriend. Nobody, no, You know, he's he's a stand-up guy. I think – and Cashman won't make the trade. I think a perfect trade for both of these teams, send Judge to Colorado, hitting that ball in Colorado – and bring back Trevor Story, and then you can have Story, Lamehu, and Torres in the infield. You can move Torres back to second, DJ could play first, Voight can DH, which or Voight and you know Stanton's got to be in the outfield, but Stanton'll be in. Stanton can't play the outfield because he'll be hurt. You can't play him in the outfield, he'll get hurt. <laughs> That's but he sad. makes 300 million, <laughs> but he makes 300 million, you know, it's, yeah. it's, just, it's just a sad situation. I'm down on Cashman. I hope I'm wrong about the Yankees, but I'm not excited about this. See, I
0: just, my only, my last point, I know it's getting late, but my last point, and me and sis always agree with this, and I guess, you know, we want Paul's view, is what did the Yankees, like, the Yankees just did nothing. Like, it was like last year. Like, I don't know, like, that's like saying, you know, I have a great offense in football, but my defense stinks and I'm going to draft, two more receivers and a running back and leave my defense. (laughs) Like, what did the Yankees do? Like, the Yankees' problem was in the postseason, they strike out too much, they don't have contact hitters, and they don't have pitchers behind, like Paul said, Cole. What what did they do in the offseason? The the, the lineup's the same. Nothing's changed with the lineup. Nothing. Well, let me ask
1: you a question. I didn't see tonight's game. With Judge I had a lineup, who's batting two? Glaber Torres. It was Gleyber Torres today. Yep, that's who it should be going forward, either two or three spot. It'll never happen. But once Judge comes back, he's back in the two spot. Of course. I don't Why? get it.
3: They will not. They they will not bet Judge and Stanton back to back, unless they're like held at gunpoint. They want yep. a lefty in between those two. That's and a great they have point. No that's a great. They point. just
1: won't do it. Yep, I agree. Are, and Hicks ain't protecting either one of them. the
0: Hicks ain't protecting. right. Right, but see that's, that's my right. point. Like that, that sounds good, but like, that, shouldn't that lefty be a good lefty? Like, I'm, <laughs> listen, I'm a lefty. I'm not gonna bat third. I bat lefty, but they're not gonna put me in there. Like, get a good legit lefty. Get a lefty. Get,
3: you have they well, have them. There's they there's have so them. many other like side issues with it because the Yankees aren't gonna spend because. You you guys all know they're already committed salary wise to Stanton for like the next seven years and Cole for the next seven years. How many thirty million dollar a year guys can you put on your team? It gets it hits a point where it's like it's not. And then how are you going to try and keep Torres and and any other, guy right, other why, guys? Right, but that's why. But Paul,
0: that's why it's so, it's even ten times more important than we're talking about with judge, you just can't go and say this guy hit some home runs and he's got the judge chamber and whatever. Like you, you can't, <laughs> you're not going to win like that. Like you're saying you did call Hey, you made a mistake with Stan. You've made the mistake. You, 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 they did. They made that mistake, but you got to okay. live with it. You can't on get a, out on of that. Very,
1: on a small side note, cause I know we're getting, we're running out of time. Small side note, the Yankees traded for rough Ned O'Dor. Released Tyro Estrada, who I thought was who could have been, you but know, a decent, decent, infielder backup. And there's my number. There's another one of Cashman's guys. Tyler Wade stays on the team, and and in the and in the in the starting in on the roster on the active roster. I thought Tyro Estrada could play all the infield positions and did a decent job when he got called up emergency situation. You you guys
2: could disagree. Mr. Brett Gardner
1: is the answer. That's me.
0: I, I sis, I'm with you man. I I just you know, we if we it up
1: in age now, but, but I that's gonna, he
2: comes, yeah, I'm a but big Gardner comes,
1: fan. I, I love he
2: Gardner. He comes through.
1: He
0: comes He does. Sis, you know point. what? If it's a play, if it's game seven of the ALCS. Yep.
2: Money's on the line. Money's yep.
0: on the line. Obviously, I yep. want Lemayu up. The second but guy right. I want up disagree. is Gardner. I agree
1: and disagree. It I is. agree and disagree. Paul, be, be the deciding vote on this. I agree and disagree. I think Gardner, Gardner will give you do. a 10 for 15, but then he'll come back and give you an O for twenty. He's very streaky hitter. Yeah, I'm, and he's getting I'm up A-L. in age, so I don't think he's an everyday player anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. The age is the thing. If if Brett Gardner was
3: still um, giving you like the twenty stolen bases and stuff like that, I love him as the fourth outfielder, and I'm glad he's there in case somebody goes down because we all kind of knew somebody will go down. So. Brett Gardner is the he's like the modern day like Paul O'Neill. He's he's got that grinder mentality. Yep. Now.
1: Exactly. I like love him.
3: He'll so
1: dive yeah. in the head first to first base. I love the guy. I just know he's not getting a you know, he's getting up in age. Yeah, and, cash, and and as long as Hicks is there, Gardner's gonna be in the backseat. Judge got hurt last night when he
3: ran into the stands.
2: That's when he got hurt.
3: Yeah, I what they're saying he can't, because still everything is so mysterious with the, yep. this. Yep. When a guy, it's like when a guy gets there's so many problems with with baseball. I can take it for 20 hours and then go off and about it. But if when a guy gets hurt or they think he's hurt, it makes more news than the game right now. Absolutely, it just goes off with it. It's on social media. Yeah. It's all about yeah. injuries are bigger than the game. It's unfortunately I don't know why, but that's how it's become. And the baseball as itself, with all the analytics and the other, you know, garbage that's going on right now, mm-hmm. there's, there's, the whole game centers around walks, home, uh, home runs, strikeouts, you know, using your bullpen like, you know, like a man that's been starving, for that hasn't eaten food in eight years, and you use every pitcher you can, and you got games going on for four hours, you know, it's not a very watchable game right now. And you can yeah. have a whole show just about that.
0: Oh, I know. But here's my last. Here's my last thing is, and again, I always go back to quarterbacks. But and I'll get into. It's about Aaron Judge. But we talked a couple of weeks ago when we said, you know, if if you're paying, if you have a quarterback and you say, yeah, but I don't want to. Listen, if he gets down by two touchdowns, oh, we, he can't come back if it's twenty-one to three. Well, if it's twenty-one to three and you're paying that guy $40 million, he better be coming back from 30 to three. Because what the hell are you paying him $30 million for? That's like Aaron Judge. We had people, we were talking last year and saying, all right, if the, you need a base hit to tie the game in the World Series. Who do you want up? And you name seven different Yankees before Judge? Why am I paying him $30 million? He should be exactly. number one on the board. Right. But people are like, I'll take Gardner. I'll take Torres. <laughs> I'll take Voight. I'll take this guy. Yep. How could you yep. then? Then he's not worth $30 million. Just like the quarterback. Not. Oh, well, you know, if the quarterback had a defense. No, 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 no. We don't have a defense because we pay, we're pay. we paying you $40 million. <laughs> we're, you're like Aaron Rodgers. You have me, Paul, Kenny, and Sis your receivers. You got to make them good. We can't get you signed four receivers. We're giving all you right. all the money. All That's right. why you get all the money. When Kirk Cousins got all the money and they said, why is his team stinks? Because he got 30, whatever, 34 million, and they got rid of the defense and his weapons, and now he's, he's terrible. That's why. Same thing with Aaron Judge. People were saying last year, oh, I'd rather have Voight. I'd rather have Torres. I'd rather have Gardner. I'm, well, then why are you paying him $30 million? He's not, your, he's not even your top three player on, on your team don't pay
2: him but when he pulled up on the wall last night I said he's hurt I
0: knew it I know no, Paul I'm with you I'm not paying there's no way I'm paying him no way, no way.
3: it's it's really a shame it's almost like a like a Greek tragedy that like even though it was five games in the guy was was looking you know he was hitting home runs he was looking right. good and you know and I say it to myself like you, you want to get excited at the same time you're like you can't when, when are we gonna hit the dead ends because like right. I, I feel like as we've been conditioned to wait for the injury. It's like, oh, you know, five, ten games in, look at the Yankees. Look at the Yankees. Look, they're all here. Look, look, look. Then it's like, ah, somebody's going down, and I don't even want to, like, think about it, but I just have a feeling somebody's going down. Yep.
0: Like, I just – I just, I still don't understand. I'm I'm not watching the game, but I don't care who's up, right? It's 4-3, I think, in the top of the 11th. I'm just following it on ESPN, but, you know, so the – Obviously they're going to start with a runner on second, right in the bottom of the 11th and who's going to be up for the Yankees? um I don't know who's going to be up well uh, whoever how we just how are they just going to go up and say hit, hit, hit You're down a run. Bunt the guy over. I don't care who's up. Bunt him over. I, I just I, don't, I, I, I just I don't understand. I, I, like if yeah. Aaron Hicks is up and, and there's a runner on second. Bunt him over to third because he's gonna he's gonna pop out. Then you're gonna get Stanton striking and out. And
1: if he can't bunt, if he can't bunt, then you know what, <laughs> Mister Tyler Wade, come in and do yeah, something. Yeah,
0: I mean,
3: I mean, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks should be like that kid on the Bad News Bears, brace he just says, "We know you can't hit, so just lean into it." So you go, to so you take your base." You know, <laughs> that's where I'm at with Aaron Hicks. I mean, really.
0: I, his, right, but I, I, and I don't want to hear too. Oh, he's a lefty. Okay, because they, they need a lefty. All right. Well, then you know what? So that's so you just do you just get any lefty in the bullpen and say go in. Like, no.
2: His his batting average is 0. .063 right now. <laughs> oh, Again, I didn't watch the whole game tonight. Did they win?
3: They're losing Bob four awesome. and three.
2: They're losing four and that,
3: three. You had on the other point, but I rattled off what was wrong with the game today. All, that's all a lost art. Stalling bases, yeah, bunting, stun. no doubt, what no doubt. The, what, you know? remember when Ricky Henderson would steal 100 hundred? Oh my god, I
4: mean, forget
3: it.
0: <laughs> right. The thing yeah. that's crazy though, Paul, is that was what? what when are you talking? Eighty-five? What was that? Eighty-five? Like, yeah, right? Well, okay. okay. So, so they were better athletes back then than they are now. Like all these guys running four fours and four three, you can't get anybody on base. Like and steal. Steal. Joke. <laughs> Come on. But that's it. Final thoughts, Paul. Give me your final thoughts for tonight.
3: In all seriousness. I really hope this Aaron Judge thing is not too bad. But you know, I I just don't. I've run out of things to say about him. And um, you know, I I really
0: hope it's not. It's not. I don't know. <laughs> Here's my final thoughts. My final thoughts is this, and I'm going to say something what Kenny said. Kenny, what you said with the home runs and stuff like that's all like cute, and I understand like that's for honestly, that's for the devil Rays, you're the Yankees, you're about championships, man. you know what? Get somebody in there that's going to play. you know what Get some, if you're paying them thirty million, pay him thirty million. and you know what you that conversation's got to be had and said, listen, you, you know just and that's why we all on this panel, we all hate Bill Belichick, but you know what? I respect Bill Pelichick because he turns around and says listen don 't even ask for twenty million because i 'll ship you right to Cleveland, and he did it, and you know what that 's the conversation that 's got to have. Listen, you miss thirty what was it paul thirty eight percent of your games i 'm not getting you're not getting don 't even ask for that you 're not getting those years you 're not getting it if you want it, like you said, go to Colorado and play you 'll hit fifty home runs you 'll win seventy games and you'll make your money in Colorado. It's not happening here. That conversation has to come from the Yankees, though. Like, that's where that conversation, because people keep thinking, oh, he's Aaron Judge. He's, oh, my God, he's Aaron Judge. But he's not worth $30 million. He's just, he's not, my opinion. Sis, what's your final word?
2: He'll never be a better player than Mickey Mantle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my final words. Final word of the night. Tide is the Alabama Crimson Tide. We're going to turn the tide on Mister Sis next bring week. Bring it, bring it, Alabama bring trivia. It. I am going to do my homework for one week, and I'm going to come up with some doozies for him. You okay. better start digging back to like 1925.
3: This who is this Alabama guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, too easy. <laughs> That's my final word. I am going to bring out the home run. The, I'm bringing out the heavy hitter trivia questions for you next week, my friend. Bring it. All
0: right, boys. Paul, Ten I hope, questions. Paul, I Ten hope you questions like the, uh, I hope week. you like the new green screen that the bunny. The bunny got delivered this week. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So uh, every week coach president helps us with that. And uh, we'll go from there, but boys, see you guys next week. Thank you, Paul, for coming Paul, thanks on. Thanks for coming
1: yes, on. Yeah coming on see you all next week thanks for coming right. on paul thanks guys
4: Have more with majors,
1: and sis will be singing happy birthday there you go there
2: you go